Hello there! From behind the yellow line, this is Tram in episode 140. My name is Kirk, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, and he's backed by popular demand, Christian Rainwater. What's up, everybody? Our big third topic of the week is thanks be to Bob. It's hard for me to say the things. I want to say sometimes. There's no one here but you and me. And that broken old indie ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard Tramon, a Disneyland podcast. Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. As a courtesy to other passengers, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, or smoking on board. In just a few moments, we will begin our trip into the Disneyland Resort News and Topic of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, this tram is ready to depart. Driver, you are clear. Welcome back to Trammin', everyone. Happy Wednesday. We're your hosts, Kirk and Rain. What's up, Rain? I have one question for you. <laughs> one question. And it's a very Disney-oriented question. Yes. I was on another podcast this past week, Keeping Up With The Nerds. Oh, yeah, yeah, the plug. The plug. And he told me, the you know, one of the guys on the show said that he used to work in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he got offered a job at Galaxy's Edge and he went to the interview. Mm-hmm. He said that the lead that was in interviewing him said, hey, okay, this is your last question. Which ship is faster, the Millennium Falcon or the USS Enterprise? Hmm. And he said, oh, you know, I'm, I guess I, I'm putting you on the spot here. But you know Star Trek. Yeah. And you know Star Wars. It's the Millennium Falcon. That is what they wanted to hear. And what he said was the Millennium Falcon is limited to the speed of light. The USS Enterprise what? is warped. You can, it's warp speed versus light speed. You're only going as fast as the speed of light, right? In light speed. I feel like it's Star Wars and they just say light speed. Not, but, not that there's a limitation. But it's also that- the hyperdrive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he didn't get the job because he said the USS Enterprise. <laughs> that's not why he didn't get the job. Yeah. yeah. No offense to that guy. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it was a that, no, cute little You story. know why the, I, I say the Millennium Falcon's faster? Hmm. When they're not in... Don't they all say hyperspeed? In what? Star Wars? Mm, I don't know. Because the, the, the sound clip that resonates in my head is Star Tours. Yeah. Light speed to Endor, you know, but they might say hyperspeed. I thought it was just a cute little, cute little question. Yeah. But, um, the enterprise moves very slowly when it's just sitting there. Yeah. The Millennium Falcon is nimble. Yeah. A lot smaller. A, huh? A lot smaller. Yeah. But that's just how it is. And I I love the enterprise. Yeah. Dude, you've heard the the white noise, brown noise, Mm -hmm. enterprise noise. It's a 10 hour loop. Just the the sound when you're in it, you know that mm. dude, it feels good. Really? I played it for Kimmy. You got you got the And she was like, okay, this is relaxing. Yeah. It's it feels like there's an engine. Dude, mm. imagine that in surround trying to sleep. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like Shout out to the intro, to the Star Trek intro. I love that song, dude. Oh, the old school one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. Okay. So Bob is back. So let's thank Bob for this meal with mousekeeping if this is your first time here welcome aboard shram in a disneyland podcast 
where Kirk and I talk about the Disneyland Resort through and only through our eyes. To catch up on jokes, references, context, and backstory, check out our lore page on tramon.com slash lore. For our recommendations for Disneyland, DCA, and more, check out tramon.com slash rex. For artwork to make your own Tramon merch, visit tramon.com slash art. And that is for your personal use only. If you enjoy the show, like, subscribe, comment, and share. And review us wherever you can, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and my favorite, YouTubes. For a visual guide to the show and a message, just follow at Tramon Podcast on Instagram or email us at ask at You can find all these links and lore on Tramon.com. Yes, you can. How are you feeling about social media lately? <sighs> Your tweets are too witty to be to quit Twitter. I've had like two, three tweets. That's great, dude. They were great tweets. It's sad to not post on Twitter, but at the same time, I feel like you come and go in the right way. Like you come for the big things. I gotta you. You gotta know like when it's worth it. Yes. Yeah. You know what it is. It's Kyle Bossman said this. It's like every time you tweet, it's who do I want to be on Twitter today? Yeah. And sometimes you have something to say and you're like, why would I say this? Yeah. And I have lots of things that I would tweet. But I'm like, it's not even, oh, who would care? Who's my audience? Like, why would I? Why do you feel the need to put that out? What is the point of yeah. tweeting this? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I put it away. I don't even start typing it. I think about it before I even take the phone out. Mm -hmm. But then... Hey, when it's meme time, it's meme time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Shout out to Kyle Bossman. Shout out. Oh, yeah. I just saw the Marvel Snap. The Marvel Snap video. <laughs> Chef's kiss, dude. Sometimes Chef. he just he just hits, dude. Yeah. I'm, uh, we're not doing Hive. Yeah. I, I don't even know what it was. I just saw everyone I grabbed posted. the username and I deleted it. I see. I, see. I deleted the app. Is Twitter dying? Yeah. You think, you think it is officially coming to an end? Yeah, because it's time for the Twitter talk. Uh... He wants to launch Twitter 2.0. Mm -hmm. And I saw this in a tweet, ironically. Um, I guess it's a thing in business, but it's a thing. It's, it's not just a thing in business because it sounds like common sense. When you're failing, it's because you're doing too many things that are failing. And you need to do a few things very well. Like McDonald's. They need to double down on their classics. Mm. Instead of check out this new club chicken, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, maybe your patties should just suck a little less yeah. or, you know, focus on this. But it's like, you really need to prop up. Like, why is the cheeseburger good? Like in and out Yeah. They got and in, but in and out I mean, McDonald's is not that quality. But it's right. like, hey, you know, this, uh, this Mook Cafe stuff. I know there people like the coffee, but it's like, oh, we have a apple fritter and a Danish. It's like, bring back the dipped cone and see what happens. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to simplify. So Elon Musk, he said this a long time ago. He wants the one app. China does this with uh, WeChat. Yeah. 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 Where so does Mark Zuck, the Zuck wants the same thing. Though. It's your bank, your payment yeah. system, your what, everything in one app. Yeah. Twitter can barely do tweeting and he wants to add voice chat. Yeah. He wants to add payments to it. Uh, video calling. It's like, dude, even that Twitter spaces thing, did that die or is it still there? It's still there. I use TweetBot now, so. It's still there, but it, it makes the whole app look clunky now. And every time I try to go through to like trending topics, it takes me to spaces. Dude, TweetBot, six bucks a year. So mm -hmm. it won't even last a year because Twitter won't be around. No ads, chronological timeline. 
Yeah, see, that's nice. But yeah, like and it shares with your whole family. Space. Oh wait, there's another tab. Communities. Oh god, see, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It was a stream of consciousness. Yeah, I think it'll fail before he gets it off the ground again, and then sold for parts. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think it's actually gonna stay alive. I think this whole talk about dying is just gonna keep it alive. Mm. Yeah, but money, dude. Advertisers. Yeah. Elon does have like an endless pit, though. Mm. You think you think there's a there's a finite amount, dude? He's moving Tesla and SpaceX engineers to Twitter. Shareholders can boot him. True. He's been and he sold off Tesla shares, saying he wouldn't. Yeah. To fund this. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't like him at all anymore. He went from being like, he's like Tony Stark, to being like. He's being that, so, he's someone being that said guy. Who Elon Musk thinks he is, and it's Tony Stark, who he really is, and it's like the bad guy from Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. It's like, nah, dude. Yeah, like, come on. Uh come so on. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Instagram is getting just worse. Now you can put music on your posts. On what? On Twitter? On Instagram. Well, on regular posts? On just the post itself. Like a picture? Yeah. You can add music to it. <laughs> it's like Oh, you want to anger me even more? Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. If I've watched your reel once, I may like it, I may not, right? I'll watch a reel once, and then I hide it. How do you hide it? You hit the three dots, and it hide, because it keeps showing up on the timeline, Uh, and it auto-plays, and that's not what I want. I'm tired of that, so I just, I hide the, any reel I see, I hide. I say this is someone who posted a reel the other day. Yeah. Hide. Yeah, I don't know what's going on social media in general. Yeah, hive, not happening with us. Look, if, uh... If Twitter dies, Twitter dies. If, you know, nonsense happens with Instagram uh, and and Twitter dies, we will maybe open a Discord. Yeah. And focus on the website. Yeah. Like, you can submit a form without an email address to submit to the thing or whatever. Because Facebook is a no-go. Oh, no. Yeah. Facebook. Like, that's a that's a dumpster it's fire. The, you know, like, so. I hate Facebook, but it's like, oh, but you have Instagram owned by Meta, which yeah. is Facebook. It's like, yeah, but I got stuck there, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, if it all dies, uh, catch us on tramon.com, which is why this is all relevant <laughs> yeah. uh, and possibly discord. Let me know what you think about discord. I want to be part of a discord. I, it so tells me all the time, dude, you would love it. Pay. F- do you, you pay, do you pay $5 for last stand? I do. Dude, once you're in there, it's over. That's it. I, I, I don't get too involved. Yeah. Um, but you would love discord cause there's channels. Where it's just like, oh, I love this podcast. Let me go to the anime channel of this podcast. So everyone who already likes this podcast and also likes anime is here talking to me. Yeah. It's over for you. So, yeah, let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah. I think, surprisingly, like, Andrea was like, Discord's cool. Like, the most random people use Discord. You never know. A lot of people use Discord for school. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I saw Kaylee on on Discord the other day. She goes to Long Beach State. And I was like, why are you using Discord? And she's like, that's how me and all my classmates talk. I was like, oh. You speak group me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That, I mean, I guess that totally makes, makes sense. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So shout out to Discord, man, because it might be getting bigger than it ever it's ever been. Uh, do you want three months of Nitro? Is that? That's the subscription that lets you use bigger files and boost the server. Sure. It's a, I think I got it with the backbone, but I already have nitro. Oh, okay. So I think you can use the code. And then I'll try, I'll try last hand media. 
<laughs> you don't need Nitro to use Discord at all. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, how about I give it to you on December 1st because of that sweet, sweet subscription renewals on the first of the month. Okay. Dude, I, I'm a psycho like that. All your I have 10 subscriptions that renew on the first of the month. Shout, dude, shout out to DOS Budget. Shout out. Shout it. Literally, it like changed it. your life in a worse way because now you buy more things. Because <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, I've spent too much money on this dumb thing. Now yeah. I can spend money on these other things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yo, oh, okay. Hasn't been that long. But it is time for your right, in which members of the Tram Fam write in with corrections and comments. Rain, cue up that corrections music, please. Kevin writes in I thought the Grand Fiesta Tour was like a Mexican version of It's a Small World and also not that great. Yeah, small world with three animatronics. No, he was like, it's a smaller small world. Like it's just like uh, it's like Mexican small world, but yeah, worse. Yeah. yeah, it's just screens and three animatronics. Yeah, Andrea says 100% agree with Rain. Cosmic Rewind totally redefined what a coaster can be for me, and definitely live up to the hype, which doesn't often happen when it comes to super hype Disney things. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Eduardo writes in, hey, Tramon, a washer and a dryer in the room. Nice. Did they provide you with detergent, soap, and stuff like that, or was it available to purchase? I would be disappointed if they didn't provide those goods. They totally did. They gave us enough detergent for two loads, which I feel like is a pods? Food. How did they do it? They were Tide Pods. I forget the Tide Pods are laundry. Yeah, but they did not give us any dryer sheets, which I was a little sad by. A little staticky coming out of the dryer, you know. Why didn't they put the reusable thing in there? There's like a ball you can buy. And you just keep it inside? Yeah. No idea. But yeah, they did provide us and that was very nice. Nice. So he does say, I would be disappointed if they didn't provide... Oh, no, sorry. He said, speaking of disappointment, sucks that you guys got B-mode on Navi River Journey. But I'm sure those days on the cruise ship made up for that. Drink emoji. <laughs> and not sure if this applies to all four Disney World parks. But I have heard that Disney World security is faster than ours here, and I believe they don't check bags. If that is true, I think that's a huge plus that they have that we don't. Because someone asked about what's better there. They don't check bags because they have those, like, metal detectors that you just walk through with your bag, and they check what's, you know, in the bag while you're walking through. I've Sorry, go ahead. And if they have anything suspicious, they pull you to the site. It's pretty much like kind of like TSA. I have heard from a trusted source that... It was doing too many reverse alarms where it wouldn't trigger when it needed to mm -hmm. in Disneyland and would trigger when it didn't need to. And instead of figuring it out, they scrapped it. Mm -hmm. Brandy got called to the site at Epcot. Um, and when they opened her bag, they're like, ah, the infamous Altoid box. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's a trigger. Have you, have you tried the, the, you know, the Altoids Arctic? Yes. Try the strawberry. Oh, it's candy. Dude, it's I was, candy. I was in my, one time I was in my dad's car, like in the past couple months, the day uh, without internet. Mm -hmm. Man, what a day. Uh, he's like, oh, here, you want one? And I tried, I'm like, dad, what the hell is this? And he's like, it's good, right? <laughs> it's like, I got it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, okay. Uh, All righty. Thank you, Kevin, Andrea, and Eduardo for writing in. Let's uh, move on to Alyssa. Alyssa from Florida. I just wanted to say I love this week's episode. My Disney World loving heart was so happy. I'll refrain from sending a million comments, but I am so glad you had such a great trip, Rain. Thank you. Can't wait to hear about the birthday trip. I said I wouldn't send a million comments, but needed to send a few. 
Sorry, there were definitely a few times I was yelling at my phone. Skipper Canteen is a sit-down restaurant in Magic Kingdom, and it's awesome. Got it. Got it's it. Jungle Cruise themed with lots of puns and SEA references. You mentioned lots of DVC resorts, which, by the way, it's so awesome that you DVC, but there are also some really great non-DVC resorts, too. Yeah, I've never stayed in a non-DVC resort. Oh. I mean, I've stayed on things that are off, uh, resorts that are off property. Um, those are absolutely ridiculous. I think I paid, I got a hotel for free with three plane tickets. And that hotel was a two bedroom suite that had a shuttle that took me to Disney world. Yeah. Yeah. So, or so wait, the shuttle is included. Yeah. That was, so the free magic express thing is gone. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay. So. Years ago, for work, I went to Orlando for a conference, yeah. and I ended up staying off property, not in Disney. Oh, oh, this is the before one. I, yeah, I miss okay the before one. And that one had a shuttle. It had a shuttle, and now a shuttle to the resort, to Disney, to Disney World, and uh, but yeah, that that one was ridiculous. But I've never paid for a Disney experience off property. Got it. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. Someone else also wrote in about the Skipper Canteen. I don't know where he wrote in though, mm. because I can't find it. Uh, he may have sent it to me, which is why you guys gotta send it to the main show. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, sorry, dude. Uh, I do appreciate you writing, but I don't know where it went. Where it went. Okay. Uh, before I forget, let's jump to the emails. Oh, that's right. So we got one email. I feel like it needs to be another inbox. <laughs> um, I mean, you can. I'm not buying workspace, dude. No, not workspace, but like you can filter messages. No, like coming. another account, kind of. Like you can make an alias, no? Oh, yeah, it is. But it's, I mean, like, it's a shared inbox. Like, I want to do that again for like write ins. Oh, which, oh, I see. You know. Okay. Uh,. No, that is okay. JD writes in, "Hey Kirk and Ray, I thought I would give the email a try and share this yellow line pick from a recent trip on Amtrak to the decidedly non-Southern California town of Bakersfield. Headed to the resort the week of Thanksgiving. I'm excited to get in the holiday spirit with new offerings. Appreciate the holiday foodie guide. Got a list of must tries. We're doing the holiday tour at Disneyland for the first time, so hopefully that's a fun experience. We'll certainly have it. We have it so good for you soon. I agree with Rain. The Royal Caribbean food is not the greatest." And we will be taking a break from cruises for a while, too. Thanks for the recs on Walt Disney World. We'll be booking restaurants soon and prepping for the trip. Staying at Disney Beach Club. Nice. So I'll let you know how that goes. Whispering Canyon definitely sounds like my kind of place. Dude, 100%. You know 100%. Is it the Disney version of Dick's Last Resort? Happy holidays to you and the Tramp Fam. It is, but a lot more PG and well, a lot more not in your face. Disney's version. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the... Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Behind the online, everyone. Imagine. Ooh, I got a story about the yellow line. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so thank you, Alyssa, for writing in. And thank you, JD. So Tori writes in. Thank you so much for your insight of Disney World. We'll be going in February for my three-year wedding anniversary. Your tips will be so helpful. Always enjoy the tram and content, Tori. We'll probably mold. Have fun. Thank you for writing in. Uh, I'll be seeing Tori in like two weeks at Disneyland. Nice. Um, did the this was like the last wedding of 2020. I remember. I remember when you went. Yeah. 
Um, okay, John writes in. I want to tell Rain, thank you for the dining locations you mentioned for Disney World. I'm going back next October for the second time. First was in 2017, and we didn't know where to eat, so we ended up just picking up random places. Everywhere we picked, food was just mediocre. So here's hoping Rain just leveled up our food. Hey, let's go. Thank you, John, for writing in. Tiana has a follow-up question for Rain. What would your estimated budget for a trip like yours be? The on-site hotel, two parks, Genie Plus, plane tickets, food, general estimate, because I want to start saving emoji that I do not recognize on Windows. (laughs) The on-site hotel is kind of hard for me because I don't really know what the prices go for. I'm guessing you're looking at at least four to six hundred a night for the hotel. Uh, and that's not staying at Pop Century. If you're staying at Pop Century, I think that's like two to three. If you're staying at Pop Century, shouldn't you just stay somewhere else? Or is are there enough perks where it's there like- are perks? The like you get the Disney shuttles, but at the same time, the Disney bus is also super crowded at Pop Century. And she has a better person to ask about Pop Century because she stayed there and loved it. So, um, but like compared to like a Hyatt, I love the Hyatt. That's the issue. I stay at the Westin, dude. Like. Oh, Mammoth was the Westin. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a Westin. Like, they're, yeah. dude, when I walked in, they're like, you want champagne? I'm like, no, I just got out of the car. I don't want champagne. But like, like you can come back for champagne. It'll be here. Like, mm. and then like in the room, it's like till 10 30, come to the lobby, free Starbucks, the huh? coffee. But like, yeah, still. Yeah, I was too lazy. But like, it's elevated stuff that I don't think Pop Century has. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so either. And Westin is like, it's the, uh, even like by Marriott owns them. It's in the regular line. It's not budget. It's not business, but it's not luxury. It's Got just it. like, it's a it's, hotel. It's as if you stayed at the Marriott or the Hilton or the Hilton. Yeah. The Westin because yeah. they bought them. Right, but then there's right. JW Marriott, which is like Ritz Carlton. You know? right, right. Right. Anyways. Uh, uh, so yeah, onsite hotel. I'm going to estimate you're doing two parks. So you're staying, I would say three nights. You're probably looking at about 1500 for hotels. Um, two parks for two people, probably looking at like six hundred bucks, seven hundred dollars for park park tickets. Okay, we're at well, twenty-two. They, they brought the tier system now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be up to one eighty-nine during the holidays. Insane. Um, Genie Plus about twenty bucks a day over there. Uh, also a tier system for or demand system, I guess I should say. Uh, plane tickets from here. Pro tip: I think I talked about it last week. Breeze that budget airline. You're probably if you fly from SNA, don't do it. You're looking at about two fifty a ticket. Okay, round trip. Listen, if you've never been, you're gonna bring back souvenirs. You're gonna check a bag. That's true. You're on a backpack. That's you're true. A personal item. Some of these people charge to take your purse on the plane. Listen, just fly United or Delta or American. Fly JetBlue from Long Beach. If you could fly JetBlue, always fly JetBlue. Fly JetBlue, Long Beach, Red Eye, and you get there and go to the park and <laughs> sleep on the plane. Yeah, um, I've done that before and pretty good. Uh, if you could sleep on planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing food, I would estimate one one restaurant a day and then some quick service in there. Or a festival. Or a festival, yeah. There so are many. You're probably looking at about 150 a person a day. Um, that's probably a little too much, but... Yeah, that's all, that sounds high. You think so? You think 100 a day? It- 100 a day. Yeah, that's. I think that's yeah, good. Yeah, you're not dude, 30, so, a, 30 a meal. It's the sit-down tax that will kill you. Yeah. Oh, drinks. Mm, you're right. You're right. Okay, so. Drink, 16. 60, yeah. Easy. 22 if you're getting the Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. So you're probably looking at 
I think maybe like three to four thousand for everything. I think per that's person or total? Total. Total. Uh, for yeah. how many days? For three nights. It's a trip to Hawaii, man. It is. It is. It's a it's, week in Hawaii. It's also at a Hyatt. It is. With the plane and a rental car. It's also a trip to Disney World. It is. So, yeah, I, I would say save up there just in case. Um, but you can save a lot of money by staying offsite. So, say if you're willing to do that, stay offsite. Um, they have a lot of shuttle options. You're not going to be getting the Mickey Magical Express like Kirk was saying earlier. Um, so, either way, you're going to have to Uber somewhere. You're not going to have trouble getting to Walt Disney World. Right, right. Everyone's At driving to Walt Disney World. This year, uh, I actually paid for the shuttle, the Mirror Shuttle, which is just the Magical Expressway with the wrapping ripped off. <laughs> it's the same thing. And it was $21 a person. It's a lot. It is a lot. Um, but it was either that or get an Uber XL. Which is a lot more. Which is a lot. It might have been around the same, in all honesty. But Uber, dude, I don't like Ubers. Me either. You get in someone's car that has 10,000 air fresheners yeah. and some funky music playing. Yeah. Uh, no. So I, that's why I just went for the for the shuttle. Yeah. It was the experience I knew. You get into a line of the resort that you're staying in, and they take you to the resort. All right. So uh, we will get into the topic. Will Bob Iger bring back the Magical Express? Ooh. <laughs> you know what? He's not going to have that type of, like, he's not going to be hands-on on that. But that's the type of thing Bob Iger I don't think would get rid of. Yeah, he would not. Because it's a cheapening experience when you get rid of it. Yeah. There's a difference between cutting a cost of things people don't use and then cutting something completely and it feels cheap. Like if it was like add it to your stay for five dollars, mm -hmm. okay, fine. Fine. Everyone would but click it's like, yes. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone and the company that does it is doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's such a good idea, dude. Even if it's ten bucks a person, everyone would take that. Everyone. And that I know I'm not advocating for nickel and diming, but it's like add-on services feel safer when they're like this guarantee yeah unless you're buying a warranty from google because they send it to some third-party warranty company <laughs> it's like when you buy an apple warranty yeah you can you know things can always happen but generally you call apple and they send you another phone and then they'll do it again if they messed up right like you know right. anyways yeah uh start saving <laughs> okay you know what uh just plan out the dates you want and then think about the food good idea and yeah, you can check idea. the menus and Disney food blog, mm -hmm. you know, actually budget it out and then, you know, add a few hundred bucks. I actually really like uh, DFB guide, DFG guide on YouTube. They're like, it sounds like watch mojo, but is, is Disneyland food blog guide. Is that what it is? Is it the blue with yeah. the black? And the yeah, I actually like them. I like them. I, I like the, a lot of their, their videos. I mean, take it with a grain of salt, you know, but it's pretty straightforward. So, yeah. Thank you, Tiana, for writing in. AJ wrote in very quickly. Disney Eats has been on. He checked. You can check, I guess. Disney Eats at Disney Eats has been on Instagram since 2017 with no username changes. <laughs> All right. They long game. They got us. Yeah. And Sam writes in. Hey, Tramon. I told myself if I heard Sacramento mentioned one more time, I'd write in. <laughs> I was born and raised in the East Bay area. And so we're calling it now and attended Sacramento <laughs> State. I found you guys' podcast during the peak of COVID and would listen during my walks in between online classes along the American River and have been listening since episode eight. You OG tramp. Yeah, look at that. See, people coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Riding in uh, to defend their city like Boba Fett. <laughs> uh, this is my city. 
I haven't been to Disney in the past three years due to COVID, work, school, etc. And finally have a trip this Thanksgiving weekend, although it'll probably be crowded. Any sense of vacation is a win for me. Overall, I love listening to the podcast and it's a perfect length to drive from the Bay to Sac to visit college buddies. Side note, if y'all are ever in Sacramento, uh, for some reason, Angry Chicks has the best chicken sandwiches and mac and cheese. Love listening to you guys. Hope to write in again soon. Welcome to the Tram Fam, Sam. Nice. I I feel like we have to go to Sacramento at one point. Yeah, I told Kimmy and she was like, have fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe Dude, that we'll, Southwest. Do, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly over there, check out the letters and then come back. Uh, here, here, there's some food apparently. Yeah, maybe the zoo. Everyone keeps mentioning chicken. It's very, it's... Dude, what, what a trip would it be it would be if we would fly up there and go to the zoo with Andrea. <laughs> I feel like if we were planning on going there, we'd have to say, like, you're going to be there, right? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. And then everyone else, you know, like, <laughs> dude, if we said it ahead of time and, you know, DM, we could have a, we could announced have like a, it and then DM'd everyone. Brewery like, Tram Fan meetup. I feel like, I feel like, uh, like Robert might make a little drive up. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Andrea for sure. I feel like Michelle would show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is up there? Dude, uh, there's so many. Oh, uh, RC. Yeah. Yeah. Sam now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, East Bay though. East Bay. Sorry. Sorry. Dude, East Bay is like saying like East SoCal, but they live in New Mexico. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. You don't think it's like saying like East Bay East, area? East South, okay. East, South, Southern California, and you're in Orange County. You're in Orange County. You're in Orange County. True. We call it. We have a name for it. Yeah. Just like we have a name for Sacramento. <laughs> and it's Sacramento. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I let to let the music end. Let's get in some news. Hurt my throat a little bit. Ooh. But I got some headlines for you guys. First up, Keyless. In the time between episodes, Magic Keys went on sale to new key holders once again and quickly sold out all the way through. The Enchant Key never went back on sale. It didn't sell out. It was not put back on sale, which tells you it is the best value key. So, yeah, that does tell you that. So, a couple things about this. I think that the way this works now is this might even be a yearly thing. Where Disney has this, who knows now that Iger's back, who knows what's going to happen, but there's a finite amount of magic key holders now. The pe- of. Uh, yes, sure. <laughs> uh, the people who did not renew is what they opened up for renewals. And that's well, it. Minus a few, I feel like. I feel like they did bring it down a little bit. You think so? Yeah. And it's, it's in right now. This was the second wave last year. When everyone got their keys again yeah. after Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the, a lot of those people did not renew. Yeah. And so they got to, they probably go, okay, we have a new max number. Mm-hmm. Let's go down a little bit and then release those. Because they have to keep some open for the kids. Right, right, right. About that yeah, for thing? the under three years. Yeah. Yeah. And, that and, turn three. <laughs> and friends. Yeah. So um, this whole day felt like a, an eternity to me. And that's because Ricardo and Karina, our friends, Brandy and, and my friends, uh, we've they've been trying to get a key since at least the last year, okay? Since essentially since they sold out. As soon as they sold out, for some reason, Ricardo started listening to the show religiously every week. 
And he's like, Dink, now I want a key that you guys, you talk about it so much. I want to be there. So in that, that morning, as soon as I saw it, it dropped from Scott Gustin. I sent uh, in our group text, red alert, keys are available. And literally that same minute, I get a screenshot back. Ricardo's in the queue already, <laughs> like refreshing to join the queue. Um, so he eventually did get in and let's see, check it out. I literally, he said, I keep refreshing. It's not going through. Right. Uh, th- he got in and he ended up getting two inspires. He said, for some weird reason, the payment option for inspire only was grayed out. And he couldn't figure out why the, if he chose, you know, believe or imagine or imagine he can click, you know, click the, the monthly payments, but just inspire. It was grayed out. And he's like, what the heck? I want to do the monthly payments, but he couldn't. So he just had to pay for them out of pocket. There's probably some glitch. I think so. But it's one of those things where you don't want to go back. So he's like, I'm, I'm taking the L. So he bought the two inspires. Um, RJ is an inspire key holder. RJ got his, he got RJ's it. RJ's back. Oh, and as if someone heard. Yeah. Like he, he hated every, every time there was some change, you know, yeah. we blame Chapek, right? Mm-hmm. RJ would be like, they're seriously doing this. Yeah. And, um, he, he needs to like, they need a place to go to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. He was like, they're lucky. I need a place to go. Cause that's, it's going to be Disneyland. Yeah. He hasn't activated yet. Cause okay. I was going to tell him upgrade your thing. He goes, they might sell out before I'm able to use the tickets and upgrade them. He was right. Cause he has like three days or two days or something. So they're going to use those. And cause I told him like, Hey, your expiration won't start until you activate. So, until you, go. Uh, you know, there is a year limit or whatever, yeah. but it's like, he has some extra time. Yeah. Uh, you guys, so you guys haven't gone yet. No. Okay. So he's, he's using tickets in December oh, during the block. Got it. Period. Got it. Got it. Got it. So he'll probably activate in January. Yeah. When you guys start going, let me know. I want to hang out with RJ. I haven't seen him in a long time. So, dude, Haley's gonna turn ten. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's I. I kind of see her and Lily, Gabriel's daughter, almost like Lily's a little older than her. She's turning eleven. Yeah, but I'm just like, my God, dude, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, but um, we yeah we ended up going the next day, and when, I'll talk about that, and we have it so good. So nice, 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 nice. Yeah, um, crazy stuff. My poor cousin Anush. Three months ago. Hey, do you think it's a good idea to get a Disney pass? I'm like, you can't get a Disney pass. <laughs> and she was, I'm like, I'll tell you as soon as they go on sale. And I did. Next day, I sent her the thing that only Inspire was left. And she was like, no. I'm like, I didn't say it because I, I, I don't want to be mean. And I didn't have the mean thought anyway. Yeah. I just didn't say anything. But it was like, should have done it, man. Like, it, that was... It was a do or die situation. They're gone. Brandy's aunt, uh, Kathy, who went on the cruise with us, she Facebook messaged me and said, hey, Rain, we're in queue right now for these passes. Like, do you think they're going to be um, available for a while? And I was like, oh, well, the last time they were on sale, they were available for a while, like six months or so. But these days, I literally said, you never know. So she's like, okay, we're going to get it for um, Lena and Jose, who went on the cruise with us also got it for themselves. She's Brandy's cousin and they're three kids. Rough day for Jose that day. (laughs) It's that longshoreman money, I guess. But, um, and Kathy and Daniel are Lena's parents. Kathy bought one so she can go with, with her granddaughters. And she's like, Daniel's going to wait though. He doesn't want to spend the money right now. Okay. You know, I, I get it. Sure. And sure enough, next day 
sold out. And that Lino's like, my dad kicks himself in the butt now. So well, he can go get your free parking and uh, hang out in downtown Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You can bring yeah. him snacks. You can get some creme brulee as he loves. Um, to be clear, you can, you still cannot, you, I think even during that period, mm-hmm. you can't upgrade. I don't think they let people upgrade. Really? You're just still like the stuck. renewal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did want to get more people into the program. You think so? Seems like it, man. But now we'll see. Everything's going to be different. Uh, Kimmy sent Scott Gustin on fire, man. Dude, he really is. Oh, shout out as usual. You saw the G- the Genie Plus stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they said this before, but they added the same day of visit. Please note that there may be days where day of D- Disney Genie Plus sales are stopped based on demand for the service. So it's just a, uh, it's encouraging you. Once again, I encourage you. If you have a ticket to go to Disneyland and you are going to go in the morning, purchase. Actually, if you have a ticket already, it's too late. Yeah. If you are going to purchase a ticket to go to Disneyland, purchase Genie Plus with the ticket. That is the lowest possible price Genie Plus will be. It is $25 if you buy it with your ticket. If you show up, it can be $30 to $35. I think it hit $35 in Walt Disney World. That's insane. That's insane. So buy it with the ticket. If you already have your ticket, it's too late. You have to buy it after you enter, I believe. Magic key. After you scan, wow. Yeah, magic key is only day of, so that twenty percent can mean many different things. Yeah, yeah. So definitely do that. All righty. Next up, I'm proud of this one. Only twenty four more hours to go. Cancel my reservation. <laughs> I wasn't going to sing for you guys. Dining reservations can now be canceled up until two hours before the dining reservation, as Rain predicted. Rain was right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am so happy about this. I feel like so many things are now going to start opening up. I'll, I've never been charged, but now I'll feel like less of a jerk. Yeah. 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 Me too. Or you get that like, oh, I hope I don't get, I, you know, it might, this might be the time yeah. that I get charged, you know? So now I feel like they will charge. Yeah. 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 Within the two, that's acceptable. Charge, charge me. Yeah. If I cancel within those two hours. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And because I feel like because of this new policy, I was able to get lamplight brunch reservations on a saturday yeah because imagine people waking up or the night before like i don't want to go exactly because night before is not enough time exactly anymore exactly so that'll be great checking up on those things mm-hmm. you can plan your next day yeah eh. yeah you can next up soon town mickey's toontown will reopen on march 8th 2023 day after my birthday Look at that. happy birthday to me they are still opening runaway railway january 27th but they're gonna have the walls yeah. Bunch of walls, right? Yeah. But the land will be open uh, March 8th, which is, that was quick. That was, that was, do you think there's going to be a, um, a land queue? Yes. Yes. Just like Avengers Campus. For uh, one day. Right. Right. Kate, do you ever hear people say we should go to Toontown, but you don't want to sound like you're eavesdropping, but you also want to tell them it's closed? I hear it a lot in Disneyland. Do you? Oh yeah, we should go to Toontown. Where is that? I'm like, it's not open. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I know Universal is doing some weird stuff right now with um, Mario Land. What's from Mario Land? Like they're going to do some kind of queue, something for pass holders, some kind of like other ticket that you can buy to get into the to that portion of the park. They did that with Wizarding World for a while, didn't they? Wasn't it a did separate they? ticket? Did they? I think so. Ugh. Okay. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Universal is weird stuff. Man. Yeah. 
Next up, hey Mando. The Mandalorian and the child have arrived at Galaxy's Edge. Dude, they look good. You saw? I haven't seen them in person. Okay, but it, some good... it looks awesome. Dude. It looks awesome. That kid, he's making noises. He's looking yeah. up at you. He's wiggling his ears. His eyes move. It looks good. I, he's got a lot of lines. I saw a video of, uh, of Boba Fett standing and then Mando coming in from yeah. around the corner. Dude, I hope that speakers around that area are playing the Mando theme. They're not. I wish they did, though. Like, I think that would be, it's just that theme is so good. I, maybe it's but just it, I love it too. I've much, also but. been annoyed by people playing the music in the thing because you can't hear anything. They play the music so loud in their posts, oh. and you're just like, I want to hear him, like, yeah, speak. Yeah. Because it's already loud around there. Mm. And you're just like, Grogu's learning special powers. And you're like, <laughs> uh-huh. So cool. That's not my best Mando impression. That wasn't <laughs> an impression at all, um, <laughs> just to be clear. And next up. Festival Frenzy. Lunar New Year celebration will take place from January 20th through February 15th. This includes uh, food booths, right? Mulan's little processional, and a World of Color pre-show. That's new, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of a pre-show to World of Color, so that's cool. Uh, Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival pushed back to March a little bit. Good. Yeah. February 28th, 20, I went down February 22nd at some point. Too, I, I, too early. March sounds right. Yeah. March 3rd to April 25th, which includes Soaring Over California. The food and wine ride now. Yep. That's fine. Um, if they, Give me that lightning lane purchase. You you would do the... Dude, Seven bucks? Dude, I saw that line today for Soaring Around the World. No, thank you. I'd pay, I'd pay $10. Whatever... Um, Ten, you dude. know, you know what? Thirteen not non included Genie Plus Lightning Lanes are always empty. Like the the ones that you have that are even extra on top of the Genie Plus flight of passage. Absolutely nobody in that line. It's, I think that's a Walt Disney World thing. You think so? Because cars land here, people buy that thing. Do they? Dude, Rise sells out. Uh, okay, you're right. But dude, sure. people in Walt Disney World have already spent so much money. No one is local there. Yeah. The people who are, it's v- nobody. Yeah. Right. We're we're way different here. Like people who come to Disneyland, they're like, I stayed at the Travel Lodge. I'll pay <laughs> right. twenty bucks to ride yeah, this. You're right. right. You know. And like, I feel like you know, flying to California is easy. California is expensive to live in. I feel like it's easy to travel in. Yeah. Every airport comes here. But uh, I believe that's all I feel. Oh, I, we forgot to mention the uh, the Small World dolls in wheelchairs. What? I didn't even know. They have this. two little dolls in like cute wheelchairs. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah that's and awesome. they, they did post a video now. Yeah. Uh, because there is some group of uh, it's called like Enable or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like some Disney accessibility group. But uh, yeah, they quietly just like sent some press shots to the press mm. um but uh, this is a few weeks ago but it's very cool and they're like classy it's like a gold like ornate wheelchair. where's where, where are they at i think there's one like in the in the white room i think so okay and right, there's right one else. somewhere else but they're, they're very cool that's awesome so just to be clear small world is not a walkthrough attraction now right that, okay that's the they if you click on that profile it says the onion of disney news got it that's yeah. what i thought uh, that was just they. Someone was walking through to talk about the layover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me look up a small world wheelchair. 
that that super fast internet 500 <laughs> um <sighs> spectrum 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 okay spectrum. it's it's weird it showed in the news yeah you could see it little cute little gold loser. oh that's awesome it's adorable yeah that's cool freaking adorable that's awesome okay i believe that is all the news there's probably some stupid food item out <laughs> or some new character. There's no Marvel stuff coming up yet. No. There is one big piece of news, though. There's one big piece of news. So it is time for our Big Thunder topic of the week. <laughs> Thanks be to Bob. What a, what a title. <laughs> what a title. When you, when you sent me, do we do our Thanksgiving episode today or do we push that till next year? And then you told me that you said thanks be to Bob. I was like, this is a little bit of a thankful episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I never really actually figured out that. You know, what? it was kind of like, what can we thank mm-hmm. Bob Iger for yeah. in the past and hopefully the future? Yeah. Or at least not like he's going to change this. He's going to just like his attitude or whatever. Um, but I'll just start by saying we are thankful that the bleeding has stopped. Yes. That's what it feels like. It, it really does. Really does. Like you said, it felt like the 2020 election. Yeah. And not to get too political. And I, you're like, why does it feel that way? And I said, because bad man gone, but bad things are still here. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, it's like, you know, the, the, the we stopped bleeding through the bandages, but we still got to wear the bandages, you know? So let's, let's get into it. Let's get in some facts. Um, as of Sunday, November 20th, around 6.45 p.m. While I'm talking bad about this man on another podcast. Bob Chapek, Chapek, Chipek, Paycheck, is no longer CEO with Walt Disney Company. Ousted. CNBC reports that CFO Christine McCarthy led the charge to oust him. <laughs> because she was... It seemed like... Um, in the last earnings call, Chapek was basically setting her up to take the fall for their financial issues. Yeah. Where does the buck stop? Yeah. Bob. Um, so yeah, there was a like a shareholder rebellion. The board It was a coup, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like whoa. And they dude, they in the filing, which we'll get into, Disney says it exercised its right to terminate without cause the employment of Bob Chapek, <laughs> which is California. Yeah, because uh, I think they're still you can still do they're that, still right? Burbank, California, as much as they're in Florida. They're it's like they're a California company, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you don't. If I fire someone at work and they go, why? It's because. But it goes the other way. I'm leaving today. Give me my check. Goodbye. And I know the employer has more power here, but it's this. It's called at will where everyone's just working here because we all agreed you're working here, but at some point we could all just disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't, this is for like one person mass layoffs. You have to give right, notice right. and all that kind of stuff. The The only main difference between quitting and being fired though here is just unemployment. Yeah. So is JPEG collecting unemployment? Yeah, he, <laughs> uh, so he gets a severance. Uh, so Mr. JPEG will, Receive the separation benefits payable in accordance with the terms of his previously disclosed employment agreement. Oh, man. Uh, the deal JPEG signed earlier this year. These are all from the filings. Uh, the 8K, which we'll get into. The deal JPEG signed earlier this year included 
a $2.5 million base salary, and a similar long-term incentive deal with a target value of not less than $20 million annually. As in, if he hits incentives, stock pr- it's usually if stock price hits this amount, he will receive $20 million or more as a bonus. So what that does, I know it sounds crazy. Okay. But what it is, is like, okay, $2 million of work here. If you don't hit your target, Hey, you got $2 million. You hit your target. You basically, your salary is 22 million minimum. If you exceed your target, we can give you 25 million. And so, so does that mean as a severance, he's getting 2.5 or he's getting 20? No. So there's in the contract. It says, if we fire you early, you get this much. So he's getting the 20. No, he's getting something. Oh, oh, that's not disclosed. It, okay. It was disclosed previously. I don't have that contract up and it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not. He's getting a lot of money. Yeah. He's getting some kind the of The golden parachute, as right. they say. I don't know how. I, okay. A lot less than and Bobby Kotick. What, whatever that is. And they say, we thank Bob Chapek for his service to Disney over his long career, including navigating the company through un, the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic, said Susan Arnold, chairman of the board. The board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob Iger is uniquely situated to lead the company through this pivotal period. So apparently they started talking to Bob Iger on Friday. Morning. I think NY, I think New York Times reported this, that Friday, they're like, yo. <laughs> Come back, please. But that in many interviews, yeah. Bob Iger has mentioned, uh, I didn't put it here. Bob Iger has mentioned that Bob Chapek lacks emotional intelligence oh and that he insults park guests. Yeah. Um, which. And what, what business did Iger have saying any of this? You know what I mean? Like he, his legacy is being tarnished. Yeah. And it sounds like he abandoned the company. Yeah. And he chose Chapek. That's the problem. That's the big problem. I saw somewhere, somebody was talking about this next two years for Iger are going to be very similar to what Jobs went through. Jobs went in and out of Apple a few times. Yeah, it. listen, I told Kimmy this. Talk to anyone who's retired. Mm-hmm. They retired once before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, they get bored of golf. Exactly. And you some, want to go back. Someone brought up that Iger in some interview. He, he, he's making the rounds. He talked to uh, John Stewart about the news. Did he really? It was really good. Wow, I need uh, to check that out. Yeah, it's on. It's on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I forget the, he has a show. The full episode, yeah. but the the I think it's the full clip is on YouTube. Um, Apple TV Plus is hard to. It is. It all is. of these are, but what? sorry, just the last thing before the the coming out of retirement. He said he and his wife. So it's not like his wife. Oh, it's like, a joint decision. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just, just wait. It's not like he's you know absent and whatever. He and his wife are the type of people who wake up at 4.30 in the morning on purpose, and they still do. Those t- people don't retire, man. Yeah, They don't. They're, well, they're, they're, they're the go-getters. Yeah. If they wake up and work out, like, he's going to work, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know what his wife does. Uh, I don't know anything about his wife. Yeah. But I know that it's not like he wakes up and leaves and goes. It's like she wakes up at 4.30, too. As a couple, they're just these early go-getters, which is. That's, that's cool. A, that's the type of person. Yeah, that is. You know? That is. Um, so go ahead. Sorry. But I was just going to say that these next two years that he's contractually, you know. Yeah. In so now, he's meant to serve until the end of December 2024. Are going to be just him looking for his successor and the right successor. His Tim Cook. Steve Jobs found his Tim Cook. And it's like same thing here. 
I hope he finds someone better than Tim Cook. Me too. Me too. You know what Tim Cook is doing? Steve Jobs turned the ship, right? He he chose the uh, he charted the course, and Tim Cook is just holding the wheel in place. Literally, that's that's a great. And Tim great Cook example. is a great operational person. He's yeah. the reason Apple was able to do what they did. Yeah, but Tim he, Cook has no vision, and that's why he doesn't talk at the presentation. Yeah, he lets everyone else do the talking. He introduces. Yeah, he introduces people. He comes in as Mission Impossible agent or whatever, does a little bit or whatever, but he's not doing the 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 meat, the meat of the, the presentation. The speculation is that uh, they will hire from outside. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I like They've that. done that before. Yeah. That's who Eisner was. I mean, he was at ABC, and but I think they didn't own that. Technically, man. that's who, what Iger was, right? I think at that point they did own ABC. Oh, and he was just elevated. But it okay. is someone who is outside the the Walt Disney comp, like the the just Disney, right? Right. I know the whole thing is Disney, but like what you think of as Disney, you don't think of ABC as Disney. So, and we'll talk Ch- about ABC. Shapik was the parks head. Yes. So Jim Cramer, who's on, I believe CNBC, he talks about stocks. He's, I think he's, he's I don't have any like feelings. Mm-hmm. anyway towards Jim Cramer but he said the guy who used to be head of the parks did everything but expand the parks like how does and he was calling for him to be fired yeah that doesn't make any sense and you know his his charity owns part of Disney or whatever but that, that yeah. doesn't really matter it's like this guy came from parks and all he's doing he's just crapping on park guests yeah. shrinking the parks making them worse that makes no sense I wonder if it was one of those things where it's like I don't it's it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like if that's your division, you don't want to show favoritism, and he's going the complete opposite. And it's always silly. Yeah, it is. So it is. like, um, there was let's talk about hockey. Anaheim Ducks. We had uh, this guy number seven, Cogliano. He had the Ironman record. He was like seven hundred something, somewhere maybe six hundred something games played straight. Whoa! Did not miss a game. Wow. Whether he had the cold or whatever, he played every game. He hit someone a little hard, but it wasn't a legal hit first time ever. And Department of Player Safety suspended him. Who suspended him? George Peros, who used to play on the Ducks. Oh, it's my old team. What did George Peros used to do before he did player safety? He was an enforcer. What's the enforcer? When your team's not doing so well. Right, and the other team's kind of like they're, they're kicking you down. They're they're a little rough, whatever. You send out a really big tall guy to go beat someone up, and it gets everyone riled up. Mm. So George Peros, the guy who'd beat people up on purpose, said, "I got to go extra hard on my old team yeah. to make an example." Yeah. Even the the guy Cogliano hit, even the Kings who hate the Ducks, everyone was like, "Dude, like, not that we should let this guy go because he has this record, but like." This is not the guy you didn't make an example. You made a fool of yourself. Yeah. You know, like don't, when you do things that are performative, there's no point. There really isn't. I mean, and, but it is interesting to see that you're probably right about the whole ele- or hiring from outside because they did the internal hiring and it didn't go well. And it's like, who's it going to be? Josh Dahmer. Everyone's been saying Josh Dahmer. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, I think there is a lot to say about like, hey man, 
now we don't know if he's been restricted or not in running the parks. Let's say he does a good job, right? Mm-hmm. Under Iger. Keep paying him more and be like, just keep keep running the parks, dude. Open another park. Yeah. You know, Give like us a do, third gate. Do whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Just like, hey man, you don't have to be at the top. You could be at the top of your pyramid. It's a shorter pyramid, mm-hmm. but there are still three pyramids out there. And if you're at the top of one of them, it's better than being in the middle of the bigger pyramid. You right. know, it's like, right, right. oh, I want to be in the top of the biggest pyramid. Why? You don't need it's not like it's not settling. Yeah. You know, but it's like what if someone it's like would you rather be ask me head of parks or ceo of the walt disney company i'd probably want to be head of parks because yeah. you're, you're there you're not in the trenches not at all but you're there so should we should we read his email yeah yeah that's true let me take a little sip of water Shout out to the classic tram ticker, uh, ticker sticker. This oh. isn't. This is the newer one. Oh, that's that's the middle one. That's right. Yeah, I think is it on my shirt too? Yeah, that one. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. The, the, the I feel like the the middle tram yeah. or the right tram, as I call them in the the square, is the unsung hero. It is. We do a lot to this it's poor the guy. Samwise Gamgee. And, but he, you know, he's holding up the fort, but we, we abuse him. Yeah. You know, we change him around. We flip him upside down. He only comes in every once in a while. You know. Yeah. For the art. <laughs> And he hasn't been on the stickers until lately. Yeah. But what? which one is... The main one's our logo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm like, should we make it this one? I'm like, no, there's something about it that feels secondary already. <laughs> the B mode. Okay. This is an email from Bob Iger uh, from his email address, which I, I assume he wrote the majority of this, mm-hmm. right? Sent to all cast members. All at Disney.com. Around 640-ish... Pacific Sunday. Oh, he was uh, already had his coffee, had his breakfast. This is PM. Oh, PM. Dude, PM. he was He's about to go to sleep. He was introducing <laughs> Elton John at a concert when this went out. I hear introduced him? That was yeah. I thought that Chapik was supposed to introduce him. No, and I then, heard it was always gonna be Iger, and then this happened, so it was like, dude, uh, you got a big weekend. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So he writes, Dear fellow employees and cast members. It is with an incredible sense of gratitude and humility, and I must admit, a bit of amazement, that I write to you this evening with the news that I am returning to the Walt Disney Company as Chief Executive Officer. When I look at the creative success of our teams across our studios, Disney General Entertainment, ESPN and International, the rapid growth of our streaming services, the phenomenal reimagining and rebound of our parks, the continued great work of ABC News, and so many other achievements across our businesses, I am in awe of your accomplishments, and I am excited to embark with you on many new endeavors. I know this company has asked so much of you during these past three years, and these times certainly remain quite challenging. But as you have heard me say before, I am an optimist. And if I learned one thing from my years at Disney, is that even in the face of uncertainty, perhaps especially in the face of uncertainty, our employees and cast members achieve the impossible. You will be hearing more from me and your leaders tomorrow and in the weeks ahead. In the meantime, allow me to express my deep gratitude for all that you do. Disney holds a special place in the hearts of people around the globe thanks to you and your dedication to this company and its mission to bring joy to people through great storytelling is an inspiration to me every single day. Bob Iger. Tell me how that is... A better statement than Bob Chapek can even dream of, dude. Dude, like, this this is 
he is standing on top of the dirt hill in the war. Yeah. And he's yeah. rallying the troops. Yep. And he goes, I see you. And I know I am not you. And I don't do what you do, but I know what you do. I appreciate what you do. You are the reason for this. And like some people say, they go, capitalism gave you this thing. No, labor gave you this thing. The people gave you this thing. You are your people. And the people need you, but you need them. You can have a big warehouse full of a bunch of raw materials and a bunch of machinery and a bunch of tools. Someone's got to pick all those things up. Right. And that's who the cast members are. But yeah, shout out to that email, man. That, it was honestly even like a little emotional. It was. Like he, dude, the the perhaps especially in the face of uncertainty, like, man, yeah. this is some good writing. This is, is very good writing. Yeah. And very concise too. It's not long at all, but it like gives you enough like, okay, some, it seems like things are going to change. Whatever that means, it seems that way anyways. Yeah, and, you know, except for in the case of extreme hypocrisy, like, you know, like sinister hypocrisy, Mm -hmm. even pretending to care shows that you care. Because there's something there. You have to care enough to pretend. Yeah. When you stop pretending, you don't care at all. Yeah. Like, this is the thing about Bob Chapek, why I... You know, I'm never going to throw, like, personal, personal attacks at him. But why I don't feel as bad criticizing him is he was antagonistic towards everyone. He was. Look, you don't have to bow down to the people who give you money. But don't antagonize the people. Like, don't bite the hand that feeds you. And he doesn't realize he thinks he's feeding us Disney content. We're feeding them money. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, we feed them money. And all our money's green. They're, they provide us a service. Yeah. They work for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Whoever has the money is the one being worked for. And that doesn't mean you're entitled to this or that, but it's like, hey, man, just show a little bit of kindness and respect and some care. And the thing with Bob Chapek is he did blame everyone but himself. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's this person's fault that this happened. It's CFO's fault that the finance is bad. It's like, dude, everything is your fault. You know, like. You, you are the boss. Okay. When one of my employees sends something wrong, you know, I say what the mistake was. Mm-hmm. Oh, this happened because a person sent this. But what do I blame it on? The A communication problem at the company, that is my fault. Hey, there is a breakdown in communication, which means I did not put in place good, a good enough route to communication. And even if I did and it wasn't lived up to, it's like, why not? Why didn't I make my employees care enough about doing this right? Like, not right. like they don't right. care, but like in the end, the buck stops with you at the top. Right. Yep. It's no matter what happened, it's your fault. Employee was rude. Maybe I should have reminded them not to be. It's like, oh, but people should know to be nice. People have bad days. Mm-hmm. My fault because I employ them and I encourage them and whatever. Everything is your fault. And, you know, you can't always quit and say like, oh, you know, I'm going to fall on the sword and quit, whatever, right? But at least blame yourself and have some sort of consequence. Yeah. Yeah. JPEG was not good at that at all. At all. And he just like tone deaf in every possible way. He was always putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Always. And when he thought the camera wasn't on him and there was a camera on him, he would just say things and act in this like most, almost like arrogant, non-caring way. Bob JPEG was a frat guy. For sure. No offense. For sure. For sure. But... Whatever you think a frat guy is, that's that's what he was. Yeah. He's like in the club, 
like not club like the club like <laughs> in in the club right holding a heineken with all his buddies making fun of all the people who aren't there yeah that was bob chapek and you know bob Iger. listen i know he's mr businessman he puts on the cardigan because he wants to look like uncle walt <laughs> he knows what he's doing he does for sure but he gets it he gets that disney has this image that matters this feeling that matters it's all it's all about that and he knows that disney needs to have this like welcoming aura around it of like we are like the happy like home home thank you thank you just like that steve jobs on the other hand another like seminal ceo in american companies was very cold was very like he had both what do you mean he had that balance of you're holding the phone wrong, but also like I built the best phone in the world for you. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to buy yeah. this. And you know, sometimes he, he didn't sell people for sure. Yeah. But it was also like, Hey, I, yeah, I built this to make money, but I built this because I want to make the best phone I could possibly make for, for sure. you. For sure. For sure. And I feel like Iger does, does it just like he, like Steve jobs does. But with that, more warm aura around him whatever that is that home feeling yeah there's there's this silly quote um hold on i, I want to look it up and i think they both acknowledged that they weren't necessarily building these things themselves but they were representing whatever that that is what do you mean like steve jobs didn't make the phone but he knows that this is his phone that because of him it's being made do you see what I'm saying? Like, like how, how uh, Iger's saying this whole to all the cast members, like thanking all the cast members for stuff. I just, I, I could be wrong, but I don't remember. I'm sure JPEG at least thanked cast members, you know, but was it okay? The, uh, that one, Tom, the Imagineer, where he was like, he's saying that guy, he's talking about Bob JPEG, yeah. never came down to say hi to the Imagineers. Like, come on, dude. And people were joking. Bob Iger's been the Glendale. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're joking, but it's like, yeah, probably is. Probably went and said, hey, how's everyone doing today? Walk and around. You, know, you may look, I'm going to say this. This is not a secret. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go and I walk out into the shop and I don't say anything to anyone and I don't look too closely at their work so it doesn't look like I'm inspecting them. But you show your face so everyone knows you're still there mm -hmm. and you're still working. And you came out into the hot, smelly, dirty shop. And every now and then you pick something up. You help someone move something. Or you, f you, you pack a box. And it's not, that's not show. You do it like, you know, it's like I'm not. Sometimes I have enough free time where I need, some order needs to go out. And someone's doing something. I could just go put it in the box and ship it. Yeah. And it's. People have told me. Like I. Everyone was busy. And I went and climbed up on something and picked up a box and carried it out for a customer. Mm -hmm. And they were like, I appreciate that. And I know it sounds like I'm patting myself on the back. I, I hate this. But it's, I did nothing. I did nothing. Physically, everyone there works harder than me, right? Yeah. But I at least cared enough to go pick up a freaking box. Yeah. You know? And I, it, it's, for the people in the back, it does a lot. And it's not that I deserve a pat on the back. Yeah. It's it's the opposite. It's the guy who says hi 
That's what you should be doing. Yeah. The guy who doesn't say hi, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah. You know? No one's like, oh my God, boss said good morning to me this morning. No. Dude, come out, they make some it, joke. Why haven't you shaved? Yeah. You know, like all that kind of stuff. But if I don't, if I don't, it's like, where's he been? It's honestly kind of, I, I say hello whenever I walk by anybody Dance. at work. But my uncle will go up to every single person and by name, hello. You know, like he'll be like, hey, Sos. Hey, Rick. Hey, Jay. Hey, Ernie. Hey, George. Like go through every single person, including in the back when he goes there. You know, yeah. Hey, the, the George, hey, George. Lopez bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but to every single person. We don't have to do the names because there's like less than 20 of us. So yeah. everyone knows I know their name. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it's it's not you don't do it for extra points. You have to do that. Yeah. You have to. You have to just exist in the same place as the people who do work for you. Yeah. You know, and the, it's it's to show like they do work for you. But also with you, you know, hundred percent. You're hundred percent. You're in an office. You're in AC. Whatever. You're also still working. Yeah. You know, you're there, and it's like, yeah, man, you gotta, you can't ignore, you just can't ignore the people who are the reason you have your job. You can't be a boss without having employees. Right. Like when people are like, oh, I'm CEO. But I'm a I'm a one man show. It's like chief of chief executive officer means you're the chief of all executives. If you're the only executive, you're nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> yeah, yeah. But back to back to this, like Iger is that guy. He's that guy going around to everyone saying hello. And if it's all in his head planned and just doing it for the business, he's doing a great job at it. The meme. This is why the cardigan's back. In that picture, Bob Chapek standing there in a suit, right? Dude, I know. I, when I was turning my corner to come in mm-hmm. home today, this stood out to me just thinking about the episode. Bob Chapek loves wearing a suit. Yeah. To show that he's wearing a suit. Yeah. But he's not too formal. He's not wearing a tie. You know? Mm-hmm. He's got a beard. Mm-hmm. But Bob, you know, Bob Iger wears a suit. He wears a nice suit when yeah. he wears a suit, right? Yeah. But he showed up at Disneyland and the cast member, well, he had to wear a mask, right? The cast member mask in a cardigan and he's taking pictures, man. He wasn't that. Look, he's one of us. All of it was for show. Yeah. Right. But him holding up the phone, <laughs> he was, he wanted that picture on his <laughs> yeah. phone, dude. He wanted, he was going to go home at the end of his day. <laughs> and look fan, at that picture. Look, look, look at all the people who are excited to come to Disneyland today. Yeah. You know? Or, that, it, it says a lot. It says so much. So much to people. And it, in this sense, it doesn't only say people, you know, say something to his employees, but to the people who are employing him, like we're saying. Yeah. The consumer. Kimmy sent me a Wall Street Journal article. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, so much stuff has been coming out from major that's the thing. Like we, news outlets. Yeah, we could. I'm kind of glad like we were. We could, we could do this like three days from now. Yeah. But this is like a good time. It is. Uh, dude, Apple News Plus, because she sent me the article, but I can open it in the app. Oh, yeah. Okay. According to the Wall Street Journal headline uh, by, uh, wow, I'm going to say the staff of Wall Street Journal is five people. Disney's Robert Iger loomed over his successor as CEO, creating tensions. Soon after he took top job in 2020, Bob Chapek was at odds with Mr. Iger and complained to deputies he had been undermined from the start. We did get that feeling because he was, it's like, oh, Iger's not leaving. Oh, I see. 
you know, and they, yeah. they're, you know, they, they relayed the CNBC. We're not concerned at all about creating any confusion. It's like, cause they made him executive chair or whatever, mm-hmm. but they did. Uh, yeah, they're two bobs. They're only seven men to lead Disney ever. Um, let's see. So it's really quick. It's Walt Roy. I think so. Yeah. Roy. The football player. The football player. Whatever his <laughs> name is. Eisner, Iger, Chapek. There was some guy who... In the middle? Dale or something? I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And yeah, that's really not that many people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's see. For a company that's been around for 100 years now, that's not a lot of people. Um, Oh, okay. So Mr. Iger wanted to delay any COVID-related staff cuts until the CARES Act, the big spending bill. Mm. Um, And they... They argued over it. Chapik wanted to move more quickly with layoffs. You see, that's not a thing that you should be arguing about as a, as a company who who employs people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like what couple weeks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, dude, mis- we we like at work, we started people who we kept on. You know, during during COVID, we were encouraging them to be like let us lay you off. <laughs> you will make more money. Go, go collect more money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When the time came. Yeah, exactly. When the time came. So apparently according to Chapek telling his inner circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inner circle. So like the other guy, what's the other guy's name? We'll get to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Iger was supposed to focus on creative work, but he would interfere in day-to-day matters. That would be in Chapek's domain. Michael but again, Michael. this is not, this is not the cause of Chapek's pitfalls or yeah. whatever. No, like his his shortcomings. Yeah. I understand like, huh. So apparently, again, according to Wall Street Journal, Iger told more than one confidant, he's killing the soul of the company, Chapek. Accurate. He was, he was very right. And everyone knew that. Can you think of anybody who was like, wow, you go Chapek. Nobody. Uh, Mr. Iger. Oh, okay. Now there is uh, something about the president. There, this is a long, long article. About the president? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, he's definitely talked with the president. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Iger. Is Disney the largest non-tech company? I mean, there's like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is bigger. You're Unilever, right. PepsiCo. You know, it's, yeah. Is Coke bigger? Coke's bigger than Disney. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Okay. So, Bob Iger will serve as CEO through December 31st, 2024 for $1 million per year with the chance of a 100% bonus, which means $200 million. million. He previously made over $65 million per year. He does also have not less than a $25 million incentive for hitting price targets. So if the stock price hits a certain amount, he'll get at least $25 million. So it's basically, you don't just get $25 mil for showing up. Yeah. Right? You got to hit the targets. To, to him, this is you get minimum wage as a salary, and then you work on tips. Yeah. <laughs> now, 60% of this target award value, so 60% of $25 million, will be provided in the form of performance-based, so how good the stock is doing, restricted stock units, which I believe are the types of stock units like you get this amount and then in three months, no matter what happens, you have to sell this many shares. That's oh, your income. Oh, okay. So if you do poorly, yeah, 
and you're it's so it that's usually when you're on a on a program of stock buying and selling it's publicly announced when you will buy and sell so you can't do any insider trading like i'm gonna announce some bad news tomorrow let me yeah. sell. It's a, that's illegal right so it's like you could say i'm gonna announce uh we're shutting down hulu and uh deleting the x-men tomorrow right but you have to sell your stocks in three days it's like yeah okay and the other 40 percent will be in the form of stock options so like he can choose like okay i want i want these stock or i want this many shares whatever so i believe the 25 million dollars will not be cash it'll be a stock yeah so two million and the bonus can be higher and i do have the text go ahead do you think this pay doesn't even matter to him why would you accept this coming out of retirement if there for so quote unquote little money compares in comparison to to chapek who's at 2.5 base right if you didn't care yeah it's i'm not going to come back for free right this is like a consulting fee exactly right? that's what i'm thinking okay too. you know this will be my expenses for the year yeah million bucks and you don't want to do I think by this is just uh this personal opinion. I think by giving a million dollars, it's not nothing. It is silly compared to other CEOs. Yeah. Right. But it's also a little humble compared to other CEOs. It is. It is. There's a, there's a lot here. Yeah. And listen, I know it's like, oh my God, he's making a hundred, he's making a million dollars and the person at the bottom is making $15 an hour. There are many other executives at Disney, right? Anyone working in programming, like computer programming at Disney is making over a hundred K. Mm-hmm. their boss is making 200k that person's boss is making 350k and by the time you get up all the levels it's like he has to make more than the person under him right right so that's where it is now we don't know if that's exactly the structure but that's how some of besides the ceo salary how these high salaries get up there when you have so many levels to mm-hmm. the pyramid of your company it just the price just inflates you know, the only people at Disney that are making more than that are contractors, actors, directors. Yeah, they're not. In, they're, they're not. In, they're not on payroll, but yeah. they're being paid by Disney. So yeah. So there is when anytime you make this change, and you know, okay, before we get to that, this was announced on a Sunday night. What happens Monday morning? The stock, stock market opens. Stock opens. Yeah. So they wanted a good opener, and they got one. People go, oh, they already changed the website. You have to. So when you do stuff like this, it affects the stock price. You have to make it clear what you did. And on top of that, you have to file a form 8-K or 8K with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC. Elon Musk hates them. They regulate the stock market, basically, securities and exchange. Um, So they filed this report. And there's a whole bunch of nonsense, common stock, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this is the first item. This is a statement to the government and to shareholders that read this. On November 20th, 2022, the Walt Disney Company, hereby known as The Company, appointed Robert A. Iger as chief executive officer for a term ending December 31st, 2024. The company's board of directors, the board, also appointed Mr. Iger to serve as a director on the board with a term expiring at as ex, term expiring at the 2023 annual meeting. 
So he won't be on the board the whole time unless yeah. that meeting is when his thing ends. Uh, the company exercised its right to terminate without cause the employment of Robert A. Robert A. They're both, both Rob Allen. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Someone said, I'm going to change my name to Bob to increase my chances of being the <laughs> Disney CEO. As chief executive officer, effective as of the termination, Mr. Chapek also resigned from the board pursuant to the terms of his employment agreement. In connection with this termination, Mr. Chapek will receive the separation benefits payable in accordance with the terms of his previously disclosed employment agreement. So I know we're not going to talk. We're not. This statement is 41 pages long, but this is the first page that's kind of signed and that's not the whole page yet. So important things you ha- you say the full name. So everyone knows who you're talking about. And when you say something like, Oh, and Chapek also resigned from the board. Oh no. Why did he do that? In his agreement, when he's terminated, he has to resign from the board. Right. It's giving the explanation. We fired him without cause. And the reason he left the board is because he was fired, not because he's mad or we hate him or whatever. In his contract, he has to leave the board if he's no longer CEO. So it's all these little things that kind of, well, one, it shows you how all this kind of stuff works. Yeah. But it's like, you need to be very clear. Kind of how when um, uh, Mr. West wandered into the Skechers building and they said he was uninvited and they said it twice in their statement. And people were like, oh, he's, you know, they're, they're being, they, they hate Kanye so much that they said it twice. Like, no, they had to be very clear to shareholders. We are not entertaining new Yeezys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He showed up and we kicked him out immediately. This should not affect our stock price. Right. So you have to make these statements because be like, Oh, ha ha. They made a statement. It's like, no, they had to, because if shareholders see a video of an, of a undesirable man walking in, looks like he's going to make a deal. They're going to get scared and sell. Yeah. So you have to say, you have to get out in front of it. This is a big business. Yeah. This is a huge business. Yeah. So now it's just kind of says like, okay, he served. It's, it's kind of giving his background. Like he, he was in the entertainment industry with the company. He was the CEO before it's like, Oh, here's why he's back. Like there's history. Yeah. You know, um, it said, so this is very interesting under his prior employment agreement for the five year period following his retirement, December 31st, 2021, Mr. Iger is to provide consulting services and continue to receive certain security benefits, mm. literal security guards provided to Mr. Iger as an officer of the company in each case for five years following his termination. His post-employment arrangements will be told during his period of employment. Uh, so I think it counts like during this time with the party's commitments under these arrangements to be fulfilled for the remaining term when his employment ends. This is like the presidential... Like a, like a president coming back. Yeah, like you, know? you have Secret Service for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Employment agreement. Base salary is $1 million. Uh, performance-based bonus. Annual incentive plan, which is the company's management incentive bonus program. So it's a whole thing that's already outlined. He's not getting a special program. Yeah. So they have to say that. Uh, the target is equal to 100% of the annual base salary. The actual amount payable to Mr. Iger as an annual bonus will be dependent upon the achievement of performance objectives, which will be substantially the same as the objectives established under the plan for other executive officers of the company. So basically, we don't know, but it's like, hey, if our stock price goes up 10%, here's your bonus VP of content. Right. right. Same for Iger, right? Depending on performance, the actual amount payable as an annual bonus may be less than, greater than, or equal to the stated target bonus and could be zero. Like they have to, all of this has to be written out. 
So uh, he's part of... So they the, the thing we already read about the, the term ending, the 60%, whatever, um, we already did. So they're just saying, okay, we can change um, how much we pay him, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Iger's employment may be terminated by the company for cause, which is defined to include felony conviction, unauthorized disclosure of confidential information, failure to substantially perform his duties, or any other significant policy violation that is significantly injurious to the company. Mr. Iger has the right to terminate his employment for good reason, which is defined as a reduction in any of his base salary, annual target bonus opportunity, or annual target long-term incentive opportunity. So we don't pay him enough, he could leave if he wants. Removal from the position. Um, so if they make him, if they demote, if they him, demote him, he, he can, can leave. leave. It's yeah. a good reason. A material reduction in his duties and responsibilities if he becomes a fake CEO. And they're just like, you're just here to look pretty. He could say, ah, that's a good reason to leave. The assignment to him of duties that are materially inconsistent with his position as chief executive officer or duties that, or that materially impairs ability to function as CEO mm. or any other position which he is serving. So, Like if he gets cancer or... No, 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 no. Like if we make him clean toilets. Oh, no got offense. It. Got it, got I it. I appreciate the people who clean toilets. I clean toilets. Yeah. But like, hey, you're going to clean the toilets. No, man, that's that's not what I, that's not what the CEO does. Right. Not I'm better or whatever. That's not my job. He can leave. Or they go, hey, um, you're actually going to read every tweet with the at Disneyland mention. <laughs> and he goes, I, I, I won't have time to be CEO. <laughs> no, you have to read it. I'm out. Yeah. So it impairs his ability to be CEO. Right, right. So if they give him a bunch of work, but he can't do the original work. It's like, oh, I'm going to leave. Relocation of his principal office to a location Oof. that is more than 50 miles outside Oof. of the greater Los Angeles area. Yikes. So Iger lives down here. Yeah. And if they move here. him to Florida, he could leave. Yeah. Poor Imagineers. <laughs> a material breach of any material provision. Uh, this is all reasons he could choose to leave, by the way. Material breach of any material provision of the agreement by the company. Uh, so if they breach of contract following a change in control of the company as defined in the company's stock plans, good reason also includes any event that is a triggering event as defined in the plans. Like CEO doesn't have the same power anymore. No, like if, uh, if the Saudi Royal Prince oh, buys Disney, God. he'd be like, I'm gone. Forget this. Mm hmm. Uh, a triggering event is defined to include a termination of employment by the company other than for cause or a termination of employment by the participant following reduction in position pay or constructive termination. If he's laid off <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. I don't think there's more, but let's I don't think a CEO it. can be laid off. <laughs> like now we're laying off your department. <laughs> Actually, if there's a merger. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I remember trying to fill out unemployment. For my uncle, and it's like that's not a thing. <laughs> you're you're the business owner, like you can't. This is different because it's publicly traded, but so in the event that Mr. Iger's employment is terminated by the company without cause or by Mr. Iger for good reason. So if he gets chapecked, mm -hmm. he will be entitled to termination benefits, which include the following a lump sum payment of the base salary that would have been payable over the remaining term of the agreement, so the two years. A prorated bonus for the year of termination 
Any prior year bonus not yet paid will also be paid. And the outstanding unvested stock options. An outstanding unvested restricted stock unit that could vest in accordance with their schedule vesting provisions. If Mr. Iger's employment had continued through the remaining term of the agreement, will be eligible to vest at the same time and subject to the same performance conditions as though he continued in the company's employee and all stock options, whether he vested on the date of termination or vesting thereafter, as described above, shall vest and remain ex- exercisable to the same extent as if his employment had continued through the term of the agreement. So, 401k, stock options, whatever. If you get profit share, mm-hmm. let's say you took $1,000 out of your paycheck for the year, put it in your 401k. That's all yours. You get it back, plus the, the gain. Yeah. When you get fired, you leave, whatever. If the company gives you $1,000 and the vesting period is six years and you've been there three years, if the company gives you $1,000, you only get 500 if you leave because it's not fully vested. If he's fired without cause, like, hey, you're out. We're not giving you a reason. He becomes fully vested and gets all of it. But it's two years. Which is what happens. as if he worked there for two years. Which is what happened to Chapek. Yeah. It's all the same, but they have to make it clear. This has not changed. These are our policies. Also, the policies are based on other policies, which you can read. Who makes these? these, uh, Who makes this? Um, Is it the board as a collective? Like? Jolene E. Uh, Negre, Associate General Counsel and Secretary. So Associate Counsel. Like she's not the, it's I, a, I don't know if Associate is under, but it's ba- legal counsel. Legal counsel. Yeah, okay. legal does this. But, and she's probably responsible for SEC filings. Mm. So, But uh, like the board is like, we are going to pay this man. So the board says, this is what we're going to give him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Legal, turn this into an 8K. Got it. Got it, got it. And if there's something missing, hey, what happens if this or that or right, whatever? Right, right. And this is in his contract that he signed. They did all this over the weekend. Took, this took this man two days. That's insane, dude. That's dude, insane. You son of a B, I'm in. That was him. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> dude, so to qualify for the, okay, uh, <laughs> under the employment agreement, Mr. Iger is entitled to participate in employee benefits and prerequisites. Are they spelled it wrong? I don't know. That might mean something else. Yeah. Generally made available to executive officers of the company. Um, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, they said herewith. That's nice. Copy of this press release issued by the company on November 20th is attached as exhibit 99.1 year two. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> press release. Oh, we want the press release? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, wait. We read the JPEG, the... Okay, here we go. So we read the first half, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but just the, the beginning. Burbank, California, you know, all that. The Walt Disney Company announced today that Robert A. Iger is returning to lead Disney as chief executive officer, effective immediately. Mr. Iger, who spent more than four decades at the company, including 15 years as its CEO, has agreed to serve as Disney CEO for two years with a mandate from the board to set the strategic direction for renewed growth and to work closely with the board in developing a successor to lead the company at the completion of his term. Yeah. Mr. Iger succeeds Bob Chapek, who has stepped down from his position. So the position of the chairman of the board remains unchanged with Miss Arnold serving in that capacity. Oh, remember we call her like chairperson of the board. It's, yeah. She's just chairman of the board. Cool. I, I think that's cool. Like yeah. Star Wars, like everyone's sir. I think <laughs> Battlestar Galactica is yeah. like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, Oh, this is Matt. No, everyone's just that now. You know, 
Um, okay, she says, I'm extremely optimistic for the future of this great company. Uh, wait, let me make sure. Oh, no, it's Iger. Iger. I'm extremely optimistic for the future of this great company and thrilled to be asked by the board to return as its CEO. Disney and its incomparable brands and franchises hold a special place in the hearts of so many people around the globe, most especially in the hearts of our employees, whose dedication to this company and its mission is an inspiration. I'm deeply honored to be asked again to lead this remarkable team with a clear mission focused on creative excellence to inspire generations through unrivaled, bold storytelling. And then it just talks about some of his history. Dude, they have a whole biography Jeez. on him. Uh, he was he was head of ABC dude, for a ton, like for well, years, right? Forward-looking statements. Yeah, Listen, I'm sure he has a book. He does. He does, right? So <laughs> let's unpack some of this. So as as you can all see, a lot of things are based off of just stock performance. Yeah, because that's just how this works. And as we know, Disney stock hasn't been doing well. Disney's stock. Uh, I wrote it down. Oh, Disney stock dropped more than 41%. It's 41 in a decimal in 2022. So year to date. Yeah. Well, to date of Iger being uh, reinstated. It was $155.73 a share on January 3rd. Mm-hmm. And on November 17th, I think, close the market, it was at $91.80. Over a year ago, middle of COVID, okay? Actually, early COVID. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a Disney stock. Like one? One, okay? Just to say, just to say, I am now an investor in the Walt Disney Company. And I bought at the single highest share price ever. I think it was $189. And now I see it's under $100. I literally lost half of my money. I mean, you lost, yeah. So the day, Monday, it was up $5.78 or 6.3%. That's insane. That, that alone shows hope. It was also, you know, weird things happened on Monday, but it closed at $97.58 that day. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that should say a lot by itself. The alternate title to this episode was uh, A Hesitant Hope. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I uh, Chapek, you could blame pandemic, you could blame, blame inflation, you could blame, blame supply chain, yada, yada, yada. 40% in a calendar year that is not yet completed? No. I mean, it's, it's lower, it's even more than the whole year, like, there, since... Uh, from that peak mm-hmm. that's a lot that's half your value yeah. which is crazy i know stock price isn't the actual it's n- stock price is what people will pay for a percentage of the company it has nothing to do with the cash the company has the money goes to different people who own it now everyone has a piece if technically like if rain has that stock it's 97 and i give them 96 dollars, and then someone else gives someone 96 dollars. the stock price goes down to 96 dollars. right 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 but that's it. I, the money went to rain. It doesn't go to Disney. But it is kind of important, right? So it's showing the performance of your company. It's not always accurate. Sometimes it's overblown. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's under, blah, blah, blah. But that's bad. It is. It is. And we tend to focus mainly on parks, right? But Disney is so much bigger than that, right? I mean, they have cruise lines. They have Disney Plus, which is like a main, if not the main avenue of revenue now. Um but they also have movies, right? And that was their main 
business for a very long time before Disneyland. So, yeah, we'll get to the parks, but that's not why this happened. What do you mean? This changeover has nothing to do with parks. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with parks. So, Disney lost $1.5 billion in its last financial quarter. So, three, three months. Yeah. On its streaming services only. Whoa. So, by operating the streaming services, they lost $1.5 billion in three me. months. That kind of scares me for quality of so, upcoming streaming things. So, this is happening all over the place. Yeah. It's not just Disney. H- Warner Brothers. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> Let's not, don't get me started on, uh, on Warner Brothers. But Netflix, too. So, big thing right now. Oh. Matthew Serrano replied uh, for yeah, something. I, we'll, we'll mention that later. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, nothing. Wait, did you see the reply? Wait, maybe not. Don't say anything. That's a spoiler. Oh. We don't know about this yet, right? Unless it was that one old one. There was one. Uh, sorry, guys. Give me one second. I, I'm, I'm already on his YouTube channel. Is it on? I can try to see if it's anywhere Hold in on, here. Turn it, turn it down. Oh. Okay, I, I asked him. He'll, he'll reply. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, is it there? That's not. That's not it? That's a light, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Mr. Rain. Yes. A big thing, big goal in streaming services to was to increase the subscriber base. Because the way streaming services work, whether you make the content or buy the content, you pay $500 million for something. That's it. You don't get it. There is no, like, when you watch Seinfeld, Seinfeld got paid already. Like, NBC right. got paid a lump sum for three years of being on Netflix. Whatever. I, I don't know the numbers, right? When you stream it, there's no extra money. There's no, oh, this many dollars per play. There's no, like, Spotify Spotify barely works that way. Spotify pays lump sums. Oh, they do? From record companies? Yeah. They bought Sony's catalog for 10 years at 250 mil. Okay. So how do you make that money back? There's no ads, right? There's no like, oh, this many people played it. We got paid, whatever. No matter how many people listen, you pay $250 million. Let's say you spent a billion dollars on content, right? And... You, everyone pays $10 a month. You need 100 million subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. To make your billion. I know this is yearly, whatever. Just bear with me, right? That's one month. But let's go year. That's you need uh, 10 million subscribers to make a billion dollars in a year. If you have 5 million subscribers, you're only making half that. You're not getting extra money from the yep. subscribers or ads, whatever. So what do you do? You increase the subscriber base. I know it was a little took me a little long to get to that point. But the only way to make money is have more subscribers. Mm-hmm. And for years, it's been just wait, more subscribers, more subscribers, more subscribers. And that hasn't really resulted in profit for anyone. Netflix is barely profitable now, right? Are they even? I don't think they are. And... If you think, how could that be? 
there are investors that aren't just regular stockholders yeah. that will pay more money to Netflix for royalties, exchange uh, of more stocks from other people, whatever. And you keep pouring money in. Why? Because at some point you break through. And once you break through, you rake in the money. Yeah. All these startups, there's, it's, there's a burn rate of like, you're literally burning this many millions of dollars a day. So, um, it's new. <laughs> okay. Secrets. Yeah. Okay. So, um, sorry. <laughs> I'm like excited. Okay. Okay. That guy always does stuff like that. Where it's like, yeah, you know, we won't say anything. So, uh, we'll, we'll keep your secret Spider-Man. <laughs> it's just a kid. No older than my son. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. So now investors mm-hmm. are tired of that. Not just with Disney, they're telling every streaming services, when are you going to be profitable? Right. We don't care about subscriber growth anymore. We want money. And for once, I'm on their side because there's a, you know, crapper get off the pot. It's like, hey, man, at some point, When's this going to pay off? You keep telling me it's going to pay off. And with, you know, Amazon for years didn't turn a profit. Again, you're wondering how. If they made $10 million in profit, they'd open two $5 million warehouses. And they'd convince shareholders, shareholders like, where's the profit? We're opening more and more and more. And then at some point, we don't have to open anymore. And then people are just going to buy from us forever. And they go, I believe in that. Right. Bezos made them believe, right? But one, you have to convince them. But two, you have to kind of have something to back that up. And we would all think like, oh, Disney makes content and you pay for it and you stream it. And of course they're making money. Apparently not because they're releasing a lot of stuff, a lot of high budget stuff. Yeah. And the price is pretty low. And they say, I think the price went up literally the day Chapek got fired. It went up a few weeks ago. They announced it a few weeks ago. Oh, I think oh, it I just went up. Okay. Something like that. I'm not like, yeah. I think it went up as people's expired, mm-hmm. but price of Disney plus has gone up now. Netflix is at 20 bucks. Yeah. The Disney bundle is at 20 bucks. That's three that's services. A way better deal. Yeah. Like you can watch live sports. Yeah. That's, that's already 20 bucks for some people. So there, there's no profit here. And the shareholders are pulling out, they're selling, and the stock price goes down. And Chapek was just blaming everyone else. And at some point, it's like, what are, what are we going to do? At some point, you, you got to fire the coach. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh, you know, my team's not playing hard enough, whatever. Why aren't you getting them to play hard enough? Why aren't you teaching them new things? Like, you, we're not going to fire all the players. It's time to go. Yeah. Uh, great episode of Chairman. It's time to go. Um, so... <laughs> This is about content. And when JPEG gave some interview about layoffs, mm-hmm. RJ was like, are they seriously going to lay off cast members? And I said, it doesn't sound like it because when you read, kept talking about content, content, content. Right. So another big thing is in other parts of the world, Hulu and Disney Plus are merged. Hulu's gone. Like the service. It's just Disney Plus. Uh-huh. You watch It's Always Sunny on Disney Plus. Okay. The branding is an issue here. To, uh, I guess to other countries, it's just like, yeah, whatever, Disney Plus, there's the FX section, mm-hmm. right? We don't have that here. That's the goal. 
Why is that the goal? You have two HR departments. You have two payroll departments. You have two insurance departments, benefits departments, you, mental health, occupational behavior, whatever. You don't need all that. In other countries? No. You have two of those because one is Hulu's and one is Disney+. Plus. I work for Hulu. You work for Disney+. Plus. If we both work for Disney+, Plus, we don't need two HR departments anymore. So you fire a bunch of managers. Mm-hmm. You now, you would maybe have one and a half HR departments because you have more people. But it's like all these things are just extra costs. And I know this is really nitty gritty right now. But they're just spending too much. And it's been too long. I know it's only been like two, three years, right? That's a long time, though. It's a long time when the economy's going down. Yeah. And this was your big promise yeah. of movies are dying. We're a content king. It's time for Disney Plus. We're losing one and a half billion dollars every three months. I know that was just one period, but it's not just like, oh, people aren't home anymore. They're streaming less. Like, that's a lot. You're overspending. Yeah. And it either comes down to raise the price, spend even more on higher quality stuff, right? Or make some cuts. Or make the cut. (laughs) Yeah. You make some cuts in the right places, Mm -hmm. you might have a win here. So... Kareem Daniel, head of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution, so, you know, content, Mm -hmm. was fired. Which everyone was saying that that was Chapek's right-hand man. Chapek put him there. Yeah. According to the LA Times, many executives complained that they lost their autonomy when he was promoted in October 2020. Their autonomy. Like, let's pretend Feige, Mm -hmm. Kevin Feige, head of Marvel. This uh, Kareem Daniel, Kevin, I need six TV shows out of you. No, I only have a plan for three. Like, I don't really want to do it. No, I need, I need six. Like, you're doing six. Yeah. I don't know if they ha- happen with Kevin Feige. Right. Right. There are some people you just don't mess with. But, you know, could be uh, the guy making Playhouse Disney stuff. Or the, I know, I said guy. I'm sorry. The person doing Playhouse Disney stuff. It's okay, we need more kids. We don't. We're fine. Like, we, we just want to spend more money on this one. Like, we, we want to do a couple more episodes. No, we need another show. These are not real examples. I'm just making these up. But it's, I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. Like, no, I'm the creative person. I, I can figure it out. Like, give me a goal. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want, you want more people to watch? Okay. Not enough people are watching. Let me talk to my team. It's like, no, I think you should do this. And you are going to do that. So, not... There is a point where creatives, like if you didn't give Imagineering a deadline, they never release anything. That is true, right? At some point, your art is never complete. Yeah. Right? I don't try that hard, but I could sit here and write an episode for three weeks if I wanted to and have every bullet point and have it all placed in the perfect order where I don't say um, even though it's not scripted. But at some point, it's time to record. And, uh, you know, that one bullet point didn't make it in. Yeah. But and, I released. And you say that sometimes when, when we're reading, you're like, oh, I should have put that in. But eh, it is what it is. Yeah, it yeah. is what it is. But I got it out. Mm-hmm. I did the best I could in that time frame. And hopefully I made some people happy. Right. So. You have to give creatives some autonomy. And another big thing with why 
They brought back Bob Iger. Again, this doesn't really have to do with parks. He came from ABC. He was the creative. Like, he ran ABC, but that's a creative thing. It is only content. So he gets it. And he probably did well in the parks because he understands the parks are an extension of Disney's content. He opened Cars Land because he understood everyone loved cars. He made another Cars movie because he has Cars Land and the synergy. And we're going to get a ton of synergy all the time. And, you know, a little cynical, but he got it. And it's what we've been saying. I think you and I have been saying this forever that we think JPEG didn't understand. If you build it, they will come. You have to. You have to invest. You have to have the good quality stuff. Yeah. Disney's all about nostalgia, but you need to create new nostalgia. Yeah. Right. We're nostalgic for the Little Mermaid. We're nostalgic for it. Some kids might like Little Mermaid, right? But, you know, maybe in 20 years, we're going to want an Elena of Avalor ride because they grew up with all that. Right. It's like, where's Elena? I grew up with Elena. They don't care about Elena. For us, it might not might not hit the same. Flick isn't in Pixar Pier. <laughs> I grew up with Flick. Sign my petition. Tracy. <laughs> sign it. Sign it. If you sign petitions, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you can find it. So he understands that. And he's not going to come in and change the parks and whatever, but we don't know how many of Josh DeAmaro's head of uh, parks uh, parks experiences and products, mm-hmm. how many of his decisions were on his own or influenced by JPEG? Yeah, we don't. We don't. And because he didn't come into that role until uh, JPEG was elevated, right? Because I think... Dar- he was being primed for that role. He was, okay. He was... He ran... He was... Disneyland. Disneyland and yeah. then Disney World, I think, for oh, a little bit. Okay. So you got both, which you probably should to run the yeah. parks. So he... Gets the parks. We don't know. There's a few directions this could have gone. It could go all the way to, because, you know, there's a bunch of articles. Oh, there are misconceptions about how heavy JPEG was in the parks or whatever, right? It could go multiple ways. It could go JPEG saying, hey, I ran the parks. Hey, Joshy boy, paid fast pass. Do it. And that's it. Or JPEG seems like JPEG loves add-on services. Mm -hmm. Hey, Joshy boy. Own ticket add-on. Figure it out. What are you going to add? Fast pass? Not enough. Max pass? Not enough. What are you going to do? They probably had those Dude, meetings. Josh Amaro could have come up with Genie Plus all on his own, and it was all him. And presented it to JPEG, and he's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. But it can also be, you know, hey, uh, just Iger, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, we want guests to spend more, right? Or we want more guests or we want guests to do this, right? And it's more open-ended. And, you know, Josh Jarmer would say, hey, um, we actually found that guests spend a lot on food, but they bring food or they're not interested in it. They're bored of the food. They stop buying food. Food sales have gone down. Again, this is all imaginary, right? I think we should invest in a new department to make more seasonal items. And then guests will spend more money on food. Yeah. And here are my projections and whatever. And I go, yeah, here's your budget. Let's test this out. 
make some make some foodie guides every freaking month, <laughs> right? And maybe guests will spend more on food. Food spending's up. What did we not have to do? Make portions smaller. Make portions smaller was Bob Chapek. He said it. Wasn't it some? Wasn't it somebody else? And no, it said it's going to help their waistline. That was him. That was Chape. No. Yeah, dude. He was, they should. They could tighten their belts a little bit. Chapek said that. I yeah, thought somebody dude, else. I'm ninety percent sure Chapek said that. Okay. Hold on. Bob Chapek calls guests fat. Is that going to give me what I want? <laughs> uh, guests show distaste. Fat shaming comment. Okay. Oh, CFO. Christine McCarthy. But this is not the CFO we read about, is it? I think it is. I thought I read a different name. Oh, it is her. <laughs> we have things on the cost of good side, and it's interesting. Just last week, I was talking to our park senior team about things we could do there. There are a lot of things worth talking about. We can adjust suppliers. We could substitute products. We can cut portion size, which is probably good for some people's waistlines. Ooh, that was her. Yeah, wow. She's still there. Okay, never mind. I retract that. Bob JPEG, you're not as bad as previously thought. <laughs> uh, so, okay, okay. But again, I made this up and I made Josh Amaro look good and I made Bob JPEG look bad and I made some imaginary story about Bob Iger, right? But these are the types of things that could happen. Yeah. Right? It's possible that. Oh, probable. That it's, well, it's possible that what we've been saying. And many people have been saying is also true. Not the long game of like this whole thing was planned, but they won't see everything Bob Chapek did as bad. Like, hey, well, people kind of hate Genie Plus. Maybe we could tweak it a little bit. Yeah. But that's it. People know it. It's here. Get a little extra cash out of everyone. We got our surge pricing. Uh, okay. We keep just it. keep it. No one's going to blame Bob Iger for not taking it away. Exactly. They, they exactly. might, but that's a flimsy argument. It's like, well, it's already here. People are buying it. People, people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they sell fewer or adjust it, whatever. Right. But any of the things we don't like, but they wanted to do, they keep. Now there was a, uh, who, where did you send me? It was people see reservation system as a homework assignment. That was an article, right? It was, it was, I thought. Oh, you emailed me. I'm not- <laughs> I tweeted, I texted you. It was a tweet from Scott Gustin. Once again, the town podcast. I don't know what the podcast is, but it looks, it looks big. I don't know what it is, but. So I got a survey before any of this. This has nothing to do with Bob Iger. Bob Iger's not taking your reservations away. Okay. Yeah. But I got a survey and it said, how do you feel about the reservation system? With different questions. It said, does making reservations cause you anxiety? Do you sometimes visit the Disney parks because you feel like you have to because you held the reservation? Do you sometimes get reservations just in case you may want to go in the future? Does the reservation system make you feel less spontaneous? These are like leading questions. I did not write these answers. It was yes, no, one through five, strongly agree, that kind of stuff. So they know the exact things we were saying, like, hey, I'm less spontaneous. And that's not a good thing. Because if you plan, you go, okay, I'm going 
you can literally look at the calendar. I'm going once every 10 days. That's good for me. Yeah. Right. And I can't really go. So when you can't be spontaneous, you don't think about being spontaneous. I no longer have that thought of after work. I should go to Disneyland. I used to have that thought three times a week. Yeah. And that's gone. Now it's planned. And what's a spontaneous trip? You don't have any plans and you go, you buy dinner, Mm -hmm. you walk around some stores, you buy some things, whatever. That's a separate thing from this, but these are all the things that are already kind of in place. So if they modify, I don't think they're ever taking them away, the reservations. I think they will be modified. Um, And if they're modified in favor, of course, of the consumer, Iger will be credited, credited and seen as the savior. Exactly. Thanks be to Bob. Exactly. For this immortal gift. And that's probably what's going to happen. I liked your idea. I don't want to get too stuck on the reservations, but I liked your idea about the 5 p.m. thing. So I had a couple ideas, actually. So, yeah, one is after 5 p.m., you know how many people scanned in release some reservations if there's capacity and you know how many people like how like the, many those no shows are not like the ticket no shows yeah are not coming for sure those are for the sure. ones they have to wait till midnight and the res- reservation will reset and they can make another one it happened to my sister mm-hmm. she goes hey what happens like if we can't go tomorrow because this thing happened i'm like after midnight <clears throat> you'll be able to make another one yeah so imagine a bunch of ticket holders they didn't come that day let some pass holders in after five. Yeah. You know what they're going to do. They're going to go eat. They're not going to watch the fireworks. They're not going to watch the parades. They're not going to clog up Main Street. They're going to go to the festival holidays at DCA. Right. Maybe open the DCA ones. Right. I know that'll be a little more complicated. Park cop or whatever. Right. But there you go. Now, my other theory in this whole thing, I they could very well do nothing. Flex pass style. That's the other thing. Good to go versus reservation required. Yeah. I think they figured out demand. Random days throughout the year, whatever, right? Holidays, vacations, ski week. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's pretend. I know we, it's a wild card now. Tuesday through Thursday, the calendar is green. Good to go. If you are not blocked on that day, you can go. Friday through Sunday, blue. I think it was your ice. Oh, it sounded like a squeak too. Sorry, guys. Okay. Friday through Sunday is blue. Blue means you're not blocked, but you do need a reservation to go. Right, right. They may still be available. There may be same days, but you need to reserve because those days can get wild. Right. And could you... That system would be way better. Now, it would probably take a few months to even out because like everyone's just going to go the first week. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure they take that into account. Yeah. You know, they, they could even do like certain passes mm-hmm. starts with inspire and then goes down. Right. Or even give inspire. Like you can only hold four reservations now, but you get, you get, you get good to go days Yeah, or we give you whatever. Right. They could do a hundred different things. This, I feel like all this might come at renewal, but now renewals are going to be all over the place because like people's expiration dates are all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It could be usually they do this stuff after holidays or after sometime January, after peak periods. Yeah, right. They can do this whenever they want. They can also call it a test. They can't take away stuff from. They technically can, but they really can't take stuff away from us. They can always add. They can always go pr- uh, provision. 
the, for the next three months we're doing this or yeah, if it goes right. well. Like <laughs> like the no res, no res required Tuesday through Thursday yeah. for the next two months. Yeah, or on these days. Yeah. Or this is what they usually do because, because people renew so they have to release it. This is the blockout calendar for the next year. Notice these new blue days and green days, mm-hmm. right? So they can say like for the next year. So they're locked in for a year. Just like that summer mm-hmm. where you couldn't go to Disneyland, but you can go to DCA. Right, right, right. They had to release that for a whole year and they were locked in. But then they didn't do that again. Oh, man, I remember that. What a wonderful summer. Yeah. <laughs> man, the endless summer. So, yeah, people will credit Bob Iger. Uh, if good things happen. And that was not really related to this Bob news, but it was something interesting that I came across. Guys, take those surveys. Yeah. They take them seriously. They spend a lot of time. That thing takes like 20 minutes. Yeah. They really take those things into account. Um, they ask you if anyone in your party identifi- identifies as LGBTQIA+. <laughs> as in, how important is it to our guests? Yeah. They don't ask how important it is, but they want to know how many... Um, I don't want to say those people, but how many people in that group, right? Which is a very broad group and not everyone's the same, but how many people in that group come to Disneyland? Like, oh, we have a lot. It matters, right? Mm -hmm. And it's always mattered, but oh, hey, like we're under, we're not giving enough offerings or like, let's say, let's say uh, 30% identify as that, right? And then you can assume only half of them uh, want like pride merch. Right. Because it's not your whole life. You know, if if you're LGBTQIA+, you're not going to wear a rainbow shirt every day. You might <laughs> never wear a rainbow shirt. <laughs> right. You might only wear rainbow shirts. It's just shirts. who you are. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a part of you. Yeah. It's not your whole you. So let's assume only half, fake numbers, half will buy that stuff. So now you're at 15% of everyone at Disneyland. Wants rainbow shirts or pride themed merch. So 15% of your store should probably be pride merch. Right. All this stuff matters to them. Big, big data and Disney are yeah. one in. And if this is not the reason, and I am not blaming you, but this is just an example. Why isn't there any Hanukkah merch? Tell people you're Jewish in the survey. Yeah. And if there's a lot more Jewish people in the survey, ooh, we should have two shelves instead of one. <laughs> I'm making fun of Disney. They should have more. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. So, Bob Iger cares about the pipeline. He cares about you consume the content, and then you go to the parks, and then you buy the plushie to take home with you, and then you play the game on your phone before you go to sleep, and then you tell your friends to go to the movies with you, and then they want to see Avengers Campus and meet M'Baku, and then they want to buy the Wakanda drink, and then he, they want to watch the new Wakanda series yeah. because they loved it so much. And then they go, oh, there are more Marvel TV shows. I'm going to subscribe to Disney Plus at my house and I watch WandaVision. Yeah. He gets it. And I know this is a big old synergy machine. But he gets that you have to do what matters to get people to consume. Yeah. He does get... I mean, he, he mentioned in a few of his statements, what makes Disney Disney? That Disney magic. And that's why I do not believe Apple will buy Disney as some weird... The rap. Yeah, I don't know who they are. Yeah. If Scott Gustin tweets, Scott I read... Scott Gustin is tweeting everything? Yeah. I still read it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, there's no way. 
Disney can't spin off content. People think Bob Iger is cynical enough to say he's the last ever Disney CEO and is going to sp- just sell Disney and then there's no more Disney. Yeah. No. I don't think that's happening. Apple, not Apple. Apple is a lifestyle brand and they want the cool shiny phone in your hand. Mm. They will, you know, Magic bands will go. There's no, <laughs> none of that. They can't build the car. Dude, Hyundai and Kia, I think, one of them pulled out of the car deal with Apple. Oh, wow. They couldn't, they, you can't figure out a car, you're not figuring out a cruise ship. Oh, yeah, also Disney bought a cruise ship. Oh, that's right. There's a Bright Sun Travels video. It, they're from soon. like Golden. It's some... from Diamond, dude. Diamond Prince. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. The is co- it? The Covert ship. If that's that not the it? one. No, oh, okay. same company. Same company. Which I think is owned by Carnival now. You know, so. I think they're owned by uh, Royal? Royal Caribbean. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Huh. Big ship. Big ship. Going to just be skinned <sighs> into a Disney ship, so. It's not an your decision. Yeah. Will he fix the Disney wish? Yes. You think so? I think so, actually. Yeah. You can't have the Will Disney- he? I don't know if he put her in place. Will he fire the woman who'd never been on a cruise and then ran For the sure. Department? For sure. So that's the other thing. Sometimes you got to clean house. Yeah. And uh, it's easier to clean house when you're, I know he's back, but he's new. This isn't Bob Chapek blaming everyone and cleaning house. This is like, I'm new here. I'm not firing you because you were his friend. But he put you here, and there's a culture that you were a part of, and the culture's got to go, right? So yeah, he's gonna clean house a little bit. Um, I don't think we'll probably hear about it much because it'll it'll be people like that that we don't even know the names of. Um, may, maybe we I might. did not know about uh, Kareem Daniel exactly, but the, everyone's a right hand man, you know. So he was big enough to make the news. I don't think that cruise ship lead will be making the news. Oh, oh, unless there's mass layoff. We'll hear about it just because we hear about it. You think so? We're all over Scott Gustin now. It's true. true. We need to have this man on the show. We, you think he will? Yeah, I feel like we got to do what Colin does with guests. Yeah. You do a plus. It's an hour. Yeah. Hey, do you mind coming on for an hour and talking about this thing? And, you know, like Matthew, Matthew, he's one of us. Yeah. You he, know, he was the like, original plus. He's like. I want to play one last bite. You know, like he was like, I want to do all the segments. And then we had him on the show. But even though I feel like Scott Gustin, I feel like he's down. He'd play one last bite. He, you know, but you don't want to like take their time for free. Overstep your boundaries. Or if they're like, this was really fun. Like, oh yeah, you come back for a full episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, And it's kind of fun when you can go off the rails too Mm -hmm. without doing like, okay, hold on. We're going to play the corrections music now. Like, (laughs) give a second. So, um, yeah. What do you think Iger's going to do? Like, what, what's your, what are your hesitant hopes? I hope that he, there will be like a clearer focus on people who are loyal to the brand. Whether that's a pass holder, whether that's people. Oh, okay. You mean the customers? The customers, the yeah. Guests, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But more focused on whatever that consumer wants. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like the park hold, the park people will be happy. The people who are Marvel fanatics are going to be happy. The people who, who, you know, the niche stuff everywhere, the star Wars people are going to be happy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I I don't know how you do that, but I'm, I'm hoping that's the case because I just feel like JPEG was very overall Disney as opposed to the smaller divisions of Disney. Hmm. Like just we're just a big brand, and we yeah, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, you're the little people. Don't we? We don't got to worry about you. Yeah, you're giving us the money no matter like, what. Like focusing on retention and yeah. Well, yeah. You you want the people who are already there to spend more. Exactly. And those people will spend more if they feel like they're getting a good value. Yeah. I like. You know, I don't watch too much TV, right? But if Disney Plus, if the Hulu, I have the bundle, right? Mm-hmm. I pay. It's still only twenty dollars. Hasn't gone up. Yeah. That's a good deal. If that went up to twenty three ninety nine, I don't think I'd even. Bad and I, no, because I, I don't watch a bunch of new stuff, but like you know, my family's on it, whatever. But like, I watch what we do in the shadows with Kimmy. I gotta watch uh, Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. I watch all the new shows on Disney Plus. Uh, when the holidays come around, I open up some specials. I look at the old shorts. Yeah, you know, like I watch Trick or Treat. Like, it's it's all there for me. I'm already in. But then a new person, hey, this is a bundle. It's 25 bucks. What? I don't know, yeah. man. That's all three streaming services. It's another thing. They got to merge them. Um, just put everything into one place. Yeah, because you don't, the Hulu original, you could still call it a Hulu original. You'd probably give it another name. But like, you just put the FX section on, yeah. on Disney, like on the little thing on Disney. You got to make a better interface. But uh, dude, have you seen WebOS? Yeah, I have cards. It. I have it on. That my would be screen. a great Disney Plus interface. It like, would because everything would be a little smaller, like the yeah. PlayStation Studios. But anyways, I digress. Like, you gotta you to maximize shareholder value. You gotta maximize value for your customers. Yeah. You have to add more, and then you raise the price. I I kind of like go back to. I always heard Iger spending money on things, dude. He, when RJ brought up something about the parks, I'm like, he's the one who dropped two billion to fix California Adventure. Exactly. He bought for Buena Vista Street. <laughs> Buena Vista Street doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right. It does for the image. That's the thing. The image, the yeah. overall feel, the first thing you see when you get in the park. But Cars Land is what mattered. Mm-hmm. He goes, we're gonna redo the street with no IP on it. But when people show up, they're like, yeah, but I'm I love here. Buena Vista Street. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready to go drink. Spend a billion dollars on on Magic Band. He spent four billion on Star Wars. I don't know how much on Pixar. Oh, Mar- yeah. Marvel, Fox, Fox. They He's, put all that in the write-up about him. How many mergers he got? Yeah, or whatever. I mean, it's only been two years, and it's post-COVID. But what has JPEG spent money on? They he, made a, he squeezed more money. Exactly. What do they say? You can't get more milk out of the orange. Like yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. And I brought up. When I was in Disney World to Brandy, like, look at Pandora. Okay. To me, Pandora and Carsland are perfect examples of the Iger regime. Okay. Avengers Campus is what Chapek gave us. Pixar Pier is what Chapek gave us. Pixar Pier was Chapek's like proud moment. Exactly. And it's like, don't get me wrong, the longer Pixar Pier is around, the more I'm becoming warming up to it. But it's like, that's it. Like that, that's what you're proud of. Look at Pandora over here. Even though Chapek was probably head of parks at the time, but why the sudden change? You know, there's some, some kind of switch here. Was it Joe Rody? I don't know. So apparently Pixar Pier was Chapek proving a point to Imagineering. I I can go faster and cheaper than you. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, I don't know why that changed or if he got more power or whatever. But that was 
Imagineering, you're slow and wasteful. I'm cutting a whole ride from Galaxy's Edge. And who knows? Maybe he was given a bad goal or whatever. But the problem is, Chapek did not know how to achieve the goals. He had the wrong way of going about achieving the goals. So the big thing with Iger spending money, it's like why people say Sony should have the PlayStation convention. You that doesn't bring in money and you'll never know how much money it brings in. But what does it do? It makes you love PlayStation brand loyalty. and anything that has the stupid symbols on yep. it, any game that comes out, any dumb trophy, console, headset, a backbone with a PlayStation logo on the back, you want it. You become you a fanboy. It. Yeah. Look how many fanboys Iger generated in the golden age of pass holders. Magic bands. Yeah. Magic bands, magic bands don't really add value. They might make you spend money easier or whatever. But what does that do? Oh, it's a lot easier to go to Disneyland. I like Disneyland. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep giving them my money instead of Montana. Yeah. And this, uh, and Mammoth and these other beautiful places you can go to if you don't have a Disney pass. 1600 bucks vacation. <clears throat> so he gets it. He gets that spending money in the right places will yield you more money. And so he could easily tell investors, I'm going to spend even more money on Disney plus. Mm. However, we'll double our subscribers. Why? Uh, I don't know. We brought back Gotham like, (laughs) right. You know, because we can, it could be anything, but he kind of gets like, don't, you don't antagonize your customers. You, Kindly trick your customers into just giving you more money. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think Bob Iger really cares about his legacy. And I think he is embarrassed for choosing Chapek. Yeah, I think so too. And he can't make that mistake again mm-hmm. because he won't get a third try. Not that they won't want him back, but it's like you can't... Hey, I'm going to fix my mistake again. Yeah. So he's gonna make decisions to set things up but he's gonna be busy finding someone that's gonna be his main job dude who's he gonna get it's you know who's gonna be a ceo we've never heard of yeah like how gamestop got the guy from chewy you know like <laughs> yeah. that type of deal of like who what <laughs> watch it be what's his name john ledger from t-mobile no you can't drop f-bombs as dc CEO. <laughs> cooking show the crockpot sundays man <laughs> i used to follow him on instagram I, Oh, I like as a yeah. Character. So it's it's you know might be something like that or someone running something. Yeah. Um, I it'll be somebody we've never heard of, and they're gonna come out and we're gonna be like, seems like a good guy. Yeah, because I I don't know what head of ABC now like no one cares about that exactly. Somebody exactly. head of ESPN. It might be some kind of tech company. Because you can't run Disney like a tech company. Tech companies don't get it. Because tech companies are monetized, 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 monetized ads, tracking. Yeah. In the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, the big thing was TV. And that's where Eisner and Iger came from. So it's like, what's the big thing now? That's what I'm thinking. What's the big thing in entertainment? Because Iger gets that creatives need to be at the head. They said creatives right now. So many times. Yeah, they did. What's creative? Is it going to be the head of a movie studio? You know, yeah. is it, it's head of a game company? Why don't you be like, like Kevin Feige? <laughs> oh, no, that's he wouldn't want it. Well, dude, this just means nothing to anyone, and it's not going to be him. But like Ted Price of Insomniac. Yeah. He gets it. Right. He gets it. 
just put out the good stuff and people will play the stuff and we don't even have to charge full price for the stuff and we'll sell three times as much. Right. You know, someone like that of like, yeah, he just ran a, he ran a good company and he gets the entertainment. It might be a video game company. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And not, not a publisher because they're kind of jerks. Yeah. And they yeah. don't get it. But, yeah. you know, it could. Like, like a Neil Druckmann. Maybe. He's a creative. And he, well, he's in the TV. He's in the TV now. Dude. Might be a thing. I don't think it'll be him. Yeah. But someone like Neil Druckmann, that, that makes, that's a good pull. Neil Druckmann was that is the head of Naughty Dog. He wrote The Last of Us and fixed Uncharted 4. And is writing The Last of Us show. Yeah. Uh, so they do video games. They do TV. Um, and they did Crash Bandicoot and Jack mm-hmm. and Daxter back in the day. He did QA on on Crash. That's crazy. He, dude, he's the story of starting yeah. QA. And he runs yeah. Naughty Dog. And say what you will about Last of Us Part 2, whatever. Neil Druckmann gets it. Yeah. It, it's got to be someone like that. So yeah. that's going to be Iger's job. Uh, but I am personally thankful that the bleeding has stopped. Um, yeah. it, you know, stock price will get a little bump. It's the end of the year. It's the holidays, whatever. People are going to be selling off. No one's going to blame him for what happens between now and January. It's he the- has two full years after this year ends. And I hope that if whoever has the right job now is allowed to do their job. And I hope the homie Josh really is the homie. That's a, that's a hesitant hope. We don't know. We don't, we don't know what was his decision or not. Yeah. But if he's got the good ideas and uh, Iger believes in him, let him run. Yeah. I hope so. I think we're going to see a couple of big changes coming soon. Just to be like... I think we're going to get a very symbolic change. Exactly. Soon. Exactly. Something stupid. You think it'll be stupid? What could they stupid... Like, what could they give pass holders? It's really stupid. They're not going to give us a card. Genie Plus... No, no, no. You think that's... that's They're not going to give us, like, something that costs money now for free. Yeah. Like, what could they give us? They're not going to give us... Bring a friend day? Yeah. They've done that. Your friend is half off for this day. Yeah. Some dumb promotion. Yeah. You know. Iger's back kind of thing. They won't... They they won't relate (laughs) it to that. They won't... Disney does not mix the business with the creative. They don't. They don't. At all. But they're going to give us something that feels like things are... Good. Are going in the right direction. Yeah. Just like we said, the whole bait and switch of, uh, they, they took two weeks from us, but they gave 20% off Genie Plus, and then they raised the price of Genie Plus, but, like, <laughs> you still get a discount, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we used to get this for free? Yep. Like, take it away, give us less back, but you gave us something. Um, but I do believe in Bob Iger putting the company in a positive direction. Yeah. Same. I don't think he will fix all of our park issues, right? It may come down to this. I think Bob Iger will address the quality of the parks. The falling apart yeah. in that in that sense of the maintenance. Not direct like, oh, give third shift a raise or whatever. Like, not like that, but like, Josh DeAmaro, you have a problem. And th- this is the one thing he could bring up, like the nitty gritty. Like, dude, the boulder doesn't spin. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, man. Fix it. Yeah, and I have an idea for an episode, but it's so pushed because of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not come out, but like Elias and company, the entrance had two flickering lights. You cannot do that. You cannot have flickering lights. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care. You don't have this person. You're understaffed. Uh, you have to pay to recycle the light bulbs. There should not be flickering lights in Disneyland. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Be better. 
Um, if things are still bad by then, expect the episode be better. <laughs> it's not just a state of disrepair. It's like, these are just things that are unacceptable yeah. at something that it's not like an entitlement. It's you say that you are at the top, that Universal could build as many parks as they want and they're still second. But we got flickering light. You can't. You can't. Do you that. can't. Put your money where your mouth is and um, and stand by your product. And I think Bob Iger stands by his company. He, he, he Disney is his legacy and he is the type of person, uh, for better or worse, cares about his legacy. So he's going to... I think he's going to do his best possible job in the next two years. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see what's coming. So thanks be to Bob. Yep. All right. It's time for now playing. <laughs> that was good. Did you expect that one? That was good. So now playing is where we talk about what we're watching, what we're playing, uh, any anything you press play on. Uh, saw all of Love Was Blind season three, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, uh, let's see, I'm playing a lot of Pokemon, Pokemon Violet. Uh, talk as much bad about the technical issues. A lot of people are saying this is their favorite Pokemon of all time. Before you tune out, mm. Monday. Tramon Plus, an unscheduled stop. Oh, yeah. We have already recorded. It is coming out. That's coming. A spoiler cast and discussion on Defunctland's Disney Channel's theme, A History Mystery. So that is the reason for this thing. Should I keep this? Yeah, keep it. I like it. Yeah. I do like the... the, the like, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Maybe I can shorten it and add it. We don't know. Yeah. So... You have been warned before Monday. Watch. It's free on YouTube on Defunctland's channel. Matthew Serrano, dear, dear friend of the show, worked on it. We got some pro- comments. Provided some comment for yeah. it. If you do not watch it, there is no point in <laughs> listening to the Tram and Plus. <laughs> yeah, there, there is really no isn't. point. It really, not at all. It's not even interesting content unless you watch it because yeah. that's all we're talking about. But it is good. N- not just the show, our show. It was actually good. I had a good time. Yeah. We got uh, not emotional, like crying, like talk about emotions yeah. and, uh, and our philosophical. Philosophical. That's yeah. a better word. It's a better word. But you need to watch that thing because it's not about us. It is about that documentary by documentarian Kevin Perger yes, sir. of Defunct Land. Yes, sir. So, it's an hour and a half. It's a feature. Sit down. Sit down with your mint chocolate stars from Trader Joe's <laughs> and watch it with uh with your with your person, with your family, uh, as we did. And yeah, go check out Tram and Plus sixth edition. Yeah. Dude, we're um You said you want to do more Tram and Plus. We're, we're doing it. Cranking them out. That we are. But uh yeah, that is we will not be discussing. The documentary in this now playing. Uh, we both loved it. It is he's he did it again. He stepped it up more. Didn't think it was possible. Yeah, but he did it. Higher production than Fast Pass. Yeah, like hundred percent. It's it is a movie. Go watch it. It is wonderful. And then listen to Tram and Plus on Monday. It's not coming Friday because you're all busy with the holidays. You're shopping, whatever. 
give you a little time to watch. Yeah, but when you're back on your way to work on Monday, give us a listen. Yeah, but fine. Pokemon. Yeah, it's great, dude. I'm addicted. I'm officially addicted. So I don't want to dive too deep into it, but I'm having a good time. But it does look like trash. Oh, for sure. And it dude, plays Kyle, like trash. Kyle Bossman, again, he loves Pokemon. Yeah. He'll play every single one. But uh, <laughs> he, I think he, when he stepped outside, or I think he was even just walking around the room, he goes, really does run like, sh- huh? <laughs> <laughs> and like, um, he said something like that with Arceus too, where he's just like, man, it's chugs. Yeah. Chugs. And I don't think it's a, a limitation of the switch at this point. No, no. Xenoblade, dude. Exactly. Xenoblade exactly. runs at 60. 720, who cares? Yeah, exactly. And it looks realistic. No. It's, a, it's Game Freak's fault. Um, at least. It, you know what it looks like? Mm. The metaverse. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, I like the Let's Go art style probably the most. Oof, that, that was great. Yeah. They should have just kept that and it ran great. So, but yeah, I'm having a really good time. Um, I think four gyms. Which in. one did you get? Uh, Violet. Future boy. <laughs> it's either future or past kind of thing. Um, I heard there's no professor. There's a professor. He's there's not a professor named after a tree. No, no, he's not. There, there's a couple, a couple like potential professors. Why there's is teachers. the girl taller than the director? She's your rival. Rival. Yeah. Friend of me. Ned, Ned, no, 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 no. Namora, Namora, something like that. She's tall. She's like bigger yeah. oh, than dude, the director of the school. Do the, the girls in, in Pokemon now are. No, I'm not talking about she's built or whatever. No, like, I know. She's just a larger character model yeah. than like the director of the school. And she's in your class. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know. Like, dude, dude, that's not a child. I think I've, yeah. Basketball players. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Having a good time with that. Playing God of War still. Uh, right. Yeah. I'm, 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 I basically play God of War like an hour at a time. Yeah, that's that's kind of where good I'm, hour though. Great, I, that's what I'm I'm trying to take. It is just the old God of War, the last one. Yeah. There's some better things about it, but like you still. You, How many hours are you in? Five. You're on the cusp of like it, things change up a little no, bit. No, what I mean is like you you get on a boat, you explore, you yeah. see hidden areas, you fight something. Yeah. There's a boss, like, but it's okay. <laughs> and they're yeah, only great. doing two of these, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I played a lot of Marvel Snap. <sighs> A lot. Marvel Snap. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I'm collection level. You know how many times I've almost downloaded it? No, oh, you should, dude. No, no. I no. want to use my phone less. I'm I, collection sorry. level 629 right now. So I'm getting there. Pull three, baby. Yeah. So what about you? A um, little bit of God of War. Very little. And or still. Yeah. Need to catch um, up. As I said, Defunct Land. Uh, finished my John Weir book. Started Ringworld. By Larry Niven. It inspired Halo. Okay. I think he came up with that con. I'm not sure if he came up with that con. Dude, 1970. Classic sci-fi is hilarious. Yeah. Dude, it's just it's like, like... I mean, you just read Dune. Yeah, so they he says Tri-D as well instead of 3-D, but he changes the Tri-D. spelling. <laughs> and it's like... Dude, it's like you are... The, the main character is a 200-year-old man. And then there's like a 20-year-old... A uh, thing with two heads and fingers out of its mouth and three legs. Because, you know, it's just weird back then. Yeah. And then a man tiger. <laughs> and the man tiger, oh. his name is Speaker to Animals with hyphens. And it's it's absurd. <laughs> but, like, it knows it's absurd. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. 
I love that. It's like, it's not quite as funny as like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm -hmm. but it's in that like, hey, sci-fi is just wacky, man. I get Weird. in a phone booth and I teleport. Like that's how, yeah. it, that's, that's the thing. That's cool. And it's, it is kind of funny. I'm not that far in either, but I'm in. Like I'm in. It's a, it's, dude, it's long. It's it's not long, but it's a tiny text to the edges, mm -hmm. like oof, more than the John Muir book, um, which was uh, that was my first summer in the Sierras. It's a uh, yeah, my two genres, uh, nature and classic science fiction. <laughs> Perfect, but John Muir that works great stuff if you just want to read about nature and how beautiful it is and how mm -hmm. you know our world is terrible. He doesn't talk about that. That book is over 150 years old. It's great. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, he at the end of his book. This is not a spoiler. On a hundred-year-old book, uh, he just—it was just a cool little line. Um, nope, that is the article of some stuff that happened. Uh, oh yeah, Mister Delaney has hardly had time to ask me how I enjoyed my trip, though he has facilitated and encouraged my plans all summer and declares I'll be famous someday. A kind guest that seems strange and incredible to a wandering wilderness lover, but never a thought of a dream of fame while humbly trying to trace and learn and enjoy nature's lessons. And John Muir's quotes are in California Adventure. But he'll never be famous. Yeah. Yeah. He's the reason the national parks exist and so <laughs> wow. on. Which is, I just thought it was like a quaint thing. Uh, but that's, you know, there, if you must relate it to Disney. Uh, but I'm just going to keep playing God of War, keep reading Ringworld. Uh, Got to jump a little back in the Dreamlight Valley because there's another update coming. Yeah, Toy Story update's coming. So got to finish the Scar update. Mm -hmm. Um. I hit level cap. It's 40. Mm -hmm. um, it's still fun. It's just when, you know, when you make too much money at the end of a game, it just becomes, and like, you're like, why what's left? Yeah. You're like, I that's don't, that's where you're at. I've made, it's like, I don't even care about selling things anymore. Yeah. Um, Cosmetics aren't that great inside of Scrooge's. I don't even go in there. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I got to build, I'm going to have to build someone's house for 50 K, you know, it's yeah. like yeah. whatever. Uh, but it's, you know, Dreamlight Valley still good. That's good. I think uh, that's it. Just cool. uh, chilling. Cool. Chilling. Looking forward to Thanksgiving. I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> um, but now we're eating. Yeah. Almost there. So is it time? It's time. For we have it. So good. Are we in the Tram Fam? Talk about what's up at Disneyland. So I was going to use these for the episode uh, that if, th we have a Thanksgiving topic ready for next year. Uh, some of the points may not be applicable anymore. We'll change them. But a couple people wrote in that uh, it changed whatever. So uh, thankful thoughts. Just a few. Reyes is thankful for the trams and that we're able to go to the parks. Eduardo is grateful for the hardworking cast members. Nice. Just like Bob Iger is. Uh, Ozzy uh, is thankful for being able to just take in the vibes. Jackson is thankful for Cars Land, the ambiance, the clever theming, sometimes the food and drink. And the rides. And Selena is thankful for a place to sit down, preferably <laughs> in the shade. <laughs> and I do have a write-in. I'm going to check just in case. It is for this. It is. It is from Reyes. We have it so good that on this most recent trip, this past Saturday, I completed the Grand Circle Tour. It had been several years since I last completed the tour. Very relaxing and enjoyed the ride throughout. Also, very easy to mobile order while on the train and pick up as I did for the spicy bacon cheeseburger at Hungry Bear. Delicious and filling. Wish the bun was toasted, but we have it so good. On the side, the holiday cookie pretzel was good. Want to hear either of your thoughts. Uh, sorry we didn't get to meet up, Kirk. Was hitting up rides at DCA with my sister for the most part. 
Hopefully we can meet up soon. Chairman Meetup will be there for a short trip on Black Friday. Also, Howland Ray's Pasadena is now open. It's a very pleasant locale worth the 30 to 45 minutes. They said they were going to build that three years ago. Really? I had no idea. Uh, Reyes, don't worry about it, man. Like, you know. He's in the park all the time. We're in the park well, all the yeah, time. It'll, we'll, it'll, 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 happen it'll happen just like just like it happened with Ozzy and both of us met him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and each other. Um, tram and meetup. Uh, what was I thinking? Like, it's got to be like a January, February, Saturday, you know. That sounds good to me. Something like, or no, Sunday. Sunday. Sorry. That's so the best. The Enchants could get it. Yeah. Like, I know some of you don't have that one. It's like. That it's a good day, like a Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like no one's prepping for work and no one's at church. Where it's the afternoon, yeah, you're good. You know, you come here after or before or whatever for lunch, uh, and um, we're not buying you lunch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we were to buy everyone lunch, what's the cheapest thing? Corn dogs, uh, like eight dollars uh, for or shawarma. No, everyone gets a bow. Everyone, oh, there you go. Yeah. Six eighty five or something yeah. about. Okay, um, no, you're not getting about. And uh, Michelle writes in. Oh, uh, Reyes, I heard uh, Valerie, uh, Andrea's friend, did not like that pretzel. Mm. Said skip. But the I think she liked another one. I don't know. Uh, Michelle writes in. Um, how do we? I think she gets the the last name letter. Yeah. Uh, Michelle J. I would just like to write in the obvious. We have it so good. Out with the old Bob, in with the new, but also old Bob. Hoping to see some changes for the good coming from CEO Bob Iger in the new future. P.S. Rain, your trip photos are awesome. Looks like you had a blast. Oh, thank you. Fun fact, I have been posting. You have. I sent Kirk all the pictures and he's out. There was a plan. (laughs) It was no insult to Rain. I was just like, hey, man, probably going to forget. Yep. And then not want to write captions, you would write them. But I would. You didn't begrudgingly. Yeah. So I'm like, make an album, I'll turn it into I nailed it. You did. Full seven days. You did. Seven posts. I know the first one's a title. The good it worked out perfect. It did. Because the amount anim- that I sent. Yeah. Great pictures too. Thanks. That was fun. It was like I I saw everyone's excitement. Um there was oh right. I do want to say when the Bob thing was just going to be a news item mm-hmm. it would not have worked uh no it was going to be called bobbing up and down or bobbing <laughs> for poison apples <laughs> all right um so let's uh crack open uh we have it so good with your trip i took two trips this past week since the, it was three it was three but i did magic key terrace on monday the day before we recorded and I talked about the corn dog. And oh, all. Yeah. okay, okay, I get it. So on Thursday, I ended up going. Uh, we met up with Ricardo and Karina because they had just gotten the passes. Yep. They went the day before, and they said it was absolutely ridiculous, and they couldn't believe how crowded it was. All the people. Because DCA closed at 5. Oh, the cast member. The event. cast member event, and there was some filming going on in Disneyland. <laughs> so it was oh, like a, the special. Yeah, it was a double whammy, and I'm like, dude, bad day. Bad day to go. Um, I ended up getting us um, Magic Key Terrace reservations oh, again. Yeah. yeah. and But I got it for six. Cindy and Chris also went with us. So it was a big squad that just, we were just going. It was a great time, dude. Um, we just got drinks at Magic Key Terrace. I was like, look, food, it's fine. But it's kind of expensive. Like, it j- we, we should just get drinks. Um, I think Karina and Ricardo both got flatbreads. But the rest of us, I just got the, um, I got the, 
what is this? I'm trying to remember. That's not the Thakar. No, 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 no. I forgot what it was. It was really, really good. Magic. Key Terrors. I, the, the, the menu changes so often now. It's like, ugh. Yeah, we were. You know what? I will add that. That will be our one last bite. It was going to be a uh, the the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, changes. It's a quick thing. It's just a quick. Wow, uh, it's la- lagging. <laughs> uh, view menu. In the meantime, I got um at Smoke Jumpers. I got the potato latkes. Oh yeah, I've had those. Yeah, they're good. That's a bigger portion than it used to be. They're good. It was two latkes, uh, with the carnitas on top, and then the horseradish cream. Horseradish wasn't too overpowering. Uh, I think it didn't used to be proper. I think that's a vegan cream. Oh, okay. Because it's not kosher to put dairy on your meat. Mm, really? And that one year they did, and everyone's like, "Hey, uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't." It's it's a latka. It's a Jewish food. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, shout out to Trader Joe's latkes. Uh, you made frozen. them? No? no. No, Brandy's made them. Oh, okay, so you yeah. have Adam. Yeah, okay. they're good. Uh, the drink, the drink. Uh, there's a Mermaid Lagoon. Drop in if you dare. Shipwreck. Is it the shipwreck? I think it might have been Bacardi the rum, Giffords passion fruit liqueur, or get coconut milk and lime juice. Yes, top it was Myers the dark rum and aromatic bitters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got that. It was good. I got a little. Yeah, it was very good. It was flying. A oh yeah, bit. it was great. Um, <clears throat> heavy, uh, heavy drinks. They are. They are good stuff. From there, we ended up going to. Um, I got a drink downstairs at Sonoma Terrace and I got the holiday cocktail. Yeah. The cranberry one. Very good. Uh, very good. I, we, from there, we went to go hang out in cars, went on radius on racers. Uh, then we went to Spider-Man and that was, that was fun, man. There were six of us. So it was the three guys and then the three girls and oh. do uh, Ricardo. I never been on it and he was just going ham. Like it was awesome. Uh, we ended up getting seven hundred and five thousand for the three of us. We felt like Where'd we did pretty well. Uh, Six hundred something. Yeah, if we had the fourth person, we would have hit. We would have hit the board. Did they have four people? No. Oh, they had three people. And boys rule, girls rule. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see what else. What else? From there, uh, we park hopped to Disneyland, and we went on the haunted mansion. I passed by and got the uh, what do they call the Firefly? Not uh, Fritos. Oh, the hot Frito one? Yeah, the hot Frito ones. Freaking awesome, dude. They're delicious. You know what that should be? A burrito. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so good. Um, And yeah, that was pretty much it for that ride or that day. I had such a good time, though. I hadn't been with like a larger group of like six people in a while. That was was really fun. And uh, on... Did you go between Thursday and Saturday? I went Saturday. You went Saturday. You went Saturday morning, so you go first. Uh, on Saturday morning, I ended up just landing a random um, lamplight reservation. I was going to go anyways. That's why I was checking the you know the reservation uh, dining reservations, and sure enough, I got an eleven fifty five brunch. Brunch finishes at one, so I was like, "Oh, this is so perfect! Not too early, you know. I can still go a little later." And uh, we went when we got there. We got there like at exactly eleven fifty five at lamplight. I ended up getting the uh, chilaquiles, of course. How were the chilaquiles, Rain? Oh, man, they were awesome. Okay, finish this. Finish what everything you ordered. Yeah, because I got it. We got to pick this apart. Okay, uh, we, I got the chilaquiles. Uh, we also got the avocado toast. The one it's like steak. It looked yeah, it was very good, very yeah. good. Um, more arugula. Uh, I got the beer <laughs> most. Dude, lettuce shortage is getting worse. It is. It is. Except the Trader Joe's. 
I got the beer Mosa. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, you, you didn't want the flight? No. You asked them the flavors and you weren't down? Yeah. Yeah. Brandy got the flight. See, oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. So I got to try. She liked it so much. I only tried one. Agua fresca? <laughs> uh, I tried the most left one, which was the mango. That one was good. It was good. They're all good, but nothing was crazy. But you know me. I'm the trier. Yeah. 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 Brandy loved it. Like, absolutely. She, dude, she had the time of her life at Lamb Play. Um, good. We sat right in front of, you can kind of see it right here. We were on, Ooh, yeah, right I where the, there once. That's good. the Incredicoaster was. Uh, it was perfect. Perfect. Every couple minutes we see them taking off. So much fun. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a great time at Lamplight, dude. I, what, a, what a place. Okay, so Chilaquilas. Let's talk. Yeah. What do you What do you think? They're honestly some of the best I've ever had. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. People are like, no, dude, really? You've eaten at this place and that place? I'm like, you don't get it. Yeah. These are really good. You know what Brandy said? A Mexican made these. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, dude. The, you know, it's good because the chips are red. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, not soggy, not too but hard. There was a right amount of sog. Yeah, you yeah. Little, you got a little bit of crunch, but it was. Like, easy I know you like soggy cereal, but every now and then you get the. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I just had chilaquiles yesterday. Soggy. Good. I got mole chili like it was pretty good. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I gotta try that. Yeah, they're good. Um, but yeah, these chili like were very, 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 very good. It's the, the heat is perfect. The mm-hmm. flavor is full. Yeah, like it's they're shockingly good. And the only thing Kimmy didn't like not enough egg. It's the, I thought the, it was the ratio. Oh, okay. Because normally it's, the the eggs cover the chips. Yeah. Right? This is and they're like small eggs. But the amount of chilaquiles was a Dude. lot. It was huge. Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like, you were full, though. She's like, yeah, but, like, but I, I agree with her. Mm-hmm. You should be more full, not even for health reasons. The eggs are what should fill you up. Yeah. Not the tor- My favorite, like, it's not a tweet, but it's like, when you, should I eat the chilaquiles? Do I really want 12 tortillas right now? You know? <laughs> yeah. <It's> like- <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Um, but, yeah, I had a really good time. We didn't get on any rides or anything, but right after I was like, man, because I asked the waiter, hey, can I get the peppermint um, donuts? No dessert at brunch. Oh, He's yeah. like, not till 2.30. I'm like, oh, you know. Oh, wait, they close for like two hours? No, they don't close. But he's like, you can't order them until 2.30. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I was like, I still got that sweet tooth after looking on the app. I was like, oh, I'll go to Schmoozies, get a milkshake or something. I ended up going to Clarabelle's and getting the Oswald ear Sunday. Uh, okay. We could talk about Clarabelle's. Yeah. Um, dude, this was amazing. This was honestly amazing. I saw you had the peppermint one yeah. and I was going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I did. Cause this, you're a banana boy. Exactly. Exactly. Dip banana boy with normally this comes with chocolate on top and vanilla on the bottom. Um, I substitute the chocolate for Rocky Road. I was I was in heaven. Dude. I love Rocky Road. Yeah, I was in heaven. So um, yeah, I just had I had a fantastic time this past week at Disneyland. Like it was probably one of the like the best weeks I've had in Disneyland in a long time. That's great. Yeah, the way you talked about Lamplight, I haven't heard you talk about anything like that in a while. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Every once in a while, I was telling Brandy, I feel like. When we go to Disneyland, like it's a homework assignment, like we were saying earlier, this whole week, 
when every single time we went, I was like, I don't. Because you kept nailing the reservations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just kept being like, I don't feel like this is a chore. I am enjoying doing this whole shebang. So, um, yeah, I'm really glad. Really glad we're, where we're at right now with Disney. So uh, that, that is why I keep just ta- making random trips. Just like, yeah. it's got to be normal. Be yeah. normal. Right. So, yeah, Saturday night, I don't know if we got this, like, reservation, not last minute, but, like, a later than normal, like, mm-hmm. that we do. But, yeah, we went Saturday and uh, had a good old time. What did we do? So, we immediately went to Festival Holidays because mm-hmm. we were like, Kimmy hadn't had anything, I think. And I'd already start. I, I already used, like, half the, the tabs. Uh, so, we went to... Uh, favorite things anyways we got the pork belly she got the pork belly which hers wasn't as fatty which you know i don't like but better for her and i got the uh south the thing is southern mac and cheese it's a cajun oh i saw that so it's not too cheesy yeah it's it's kind of like the lamplight like the cheese is stuck to the thing it's got some nice panko and some andouille sausage if you like andouille sausage it's it's sausagey i like that the temperature was a little i don't know on everything that night but that's you know that could be whatever. Uh, I think it was Mary Mashups. We got the poutine. Not good. Okay. Not bad. Like I'm glad because I was going to get it. But the cheese curds were just fluffy. Mm. Uh, the potato. Like you have a picture? Yeah. The potatoes. I don't mm. know. It wasn't like fries. Yeah. The turkey was cubed. For turkey, you know, it could have been worse. The gravy was very plain. And the cranberries were just fine. Um the flows is way better. The flows was like thick boy cheese curds. Yeah. This was like whatever. Okay. Uh, Kimmy got the chicken tikka masala, which is just straight up just chicken tikka masala. And it was great chicken tikka masala, but it's chicken tikka masala. Like, right. Do you want to yeah. spend a tab on that? Yeah, you go to Trader Joe's. Yeah. Um, and I did not get a drink, but we watched the full Fat Cat Swinger set. Oh, nice. The full set, dude. They like triggered Christmas. For you? That was the day. That was the catalyst. Yeah. They're so fun, dude. They That's love cool. doing it. There's 10 dudes on stage, mm-hmm. and they... I, I got to do that. I got to sit down and watch the whole thing. Yeah, or, you know, stand. Uh, uh, Kimmy got some sort of punch, but, dude, they're like... Well, let's see. Oh, it's coming through here. Like, look at these guys. Oh, yeah, they're having a good time, dude. Like, in sync, dancing and everything. yeah and they you know they do like classic christmas songs a little spin on everything brought out a cowbell took the selfie like they do they were a ton of fun nice and i think you know we're thinking of uh like what should we do here whatever i checked out the pins they see disney pins on it yeah that's weird i wonder why don't rebrand like that yeah you they're trying to make it a thing, but it is a thing. Yeah. So then we got, we split the Twix. So it's, I think it's supposed to have some rum in it or something. How was that? Chocolate ganache in the best way. Cool. It's dark, not bitter. Mm. Uh, not enough caramel? For but, a Twix. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very tasty. If you're like, I don't want chocolate. It's a small little taste of chocolate. Good amount. It was very good. Uh, the ordering at different booths worked out perfectly. Where, what time did we eat? Um... Let me check like the first tabs. Five to thirty, and 
Uh, yeah, five thirty to six. Nobody. It wasn't like there was no one. That's no one good. at the booths. The bruise and bites, as always. Everyone's wants beer. Yeah, but uh, good stuff. Then we did Radiator Springs Racers single rider. Took th- thirty two minutes. I guessed it. And uh, for single sat, rider, yeah, sat behind Kimmy. Nice. So that was fun. Um, let's see. Oh, saw the Wakanda Forever display. Nice. So it was uh, that's in in stage seventeen, right? Yeah. So it was Namora, Shuri, Ramonda. Okoye and Atuma's costumes. Mm. Um, Namor's costume wasn't there. Weird. Uh, but they sold this ear cuff, limited edition. I saw that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah. Namor loves hard right now, man. Yeah. We we'll love that guy. That guy's awesome. Uh, and then we decided to cross. I think at that point. Mm-hmm. And what did we do? Oh, you know what? We were going to go on the train, but like an hour before fireworks, like we're stopping in New Orleans and then just waiting for the fireworks. So not, so we didn't get on. We st- we sat at the top of the train station and we just sat there for like 20 minutes. It's magic. Like yeah. just sit on main street. Like, you know, we all say taking the vibes, whatever. Mm. How often do we do that? Not very. This, like we do passively, like we're walking, taking in the vibes. This was like sat on a bench listening to the music they did the snow thing, whatever. And then we just had like a great little magic Christmas vibe Disneyland moment nice. for a good while. And then we got up. We tried to go to Big Thunder. Things got a little hectic. And we just we just headed out. Cool. Like, you know what? We had it. We we had a good, fun, like that night that you want, you know? Yeah. And we didn't end it on a high note. Yeah. They, you know, went to Big Thunder, the right line got along. You know what? Walk out. Yeah. Walk out. And it was still not, it wasn't crazy walking out. I think it wasn't that busy Saturday. It, I don't think it was. It was are nice. We, are we getting back to the I hope so. Saturdays like that? I hope so. It was also, well, no, because the, the holiday week is now. Maybe everyone's going during the days off. During, yeah. During, and we're just speculating like up the wazoo now. Yeah. They go during this weekend, not the Saturday before because they're going to go. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Everyone who's there now, sorry, we don't, we don't get the whole week off. Yeah. Yeah. That's. See wait times. Um, yeah, and then so we went. Home. I thought I saw something. Sunday, uh, it was I think a few days later. But a happy birthday to Kimmy's friend Erica. But they they went to hang out, and I was like, okay, I'm driving down to OC anyway. I'm gonna come back home. I'll get lunch at Disneyland. And I thought of this like a few days before. There were reservations. Oh, uh, it was oh, a few days before, okay. but it was still like I want to go Sunday. They had reservations. Cool. Um, so before I even left Lake Forest, I saw that Gene was there. I about uh, to DM him. Already had a DM waiting. Yeah. Go, Dude, you here? And I go, oh, I'm going. And he goes, oh, I'm here with friends from uh, RIP G4. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, dude. I'm, uh, I'm like, so, you know, I still have to drive up. My plan is to eat and leave. They come, they eat, they leave. Uh, but I won't leave without saying hi. Because, like, you know, Gene's a friend. So I got in, trammed in, nothing, nothing too bad. I parked kind of like t- both days, parked in Tendi. Tendi, uh, goofy. And got my Thanksgiving sandwich. You can get that with a macaroni salad uh, that does have olives, but is not mayo, is like the pasta salad. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, uh, I can do that. Because I was like, I'm going to get a cold brew. I'm probably going to get a sweet. I don't want a bag of chips. Yeah. You know, eating chips at Disneyland, I like those chips. You don't feel that great afterwards. Yeah. That was a good call. So, uh, yeah, that was a light little thing. So, thanks, miss. Dude, the part with the stuffing and everything was great. The edges of the turkey were a little dry because they toast the whole thing. Mm. Don't dip. I didn't want to get a mess all over my hands. Should have just sucked it up and done it. Open the sandwich and dump the gravy in there. Got it. Let it soak through the turkey. Yeah. Because all the flavors are good, but, like, you can't dip the end. The stuffing falls out. Just uh, just put it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just dump that gravy all over. For sure. Cool. But I got the chimney sweep cold brew. Oh, that's right. And, dude, this cold foam is thick. It was, like, jiggly thick, dude. Like, it was a mass of just... Man, like, it was hard to mix it. But in the way that when it uh, coats the ice, it kind of sticks on top. It tasted like... uh, Let me... I want to pull up the description for you all because it is actually that good. I'm calling it the new king. It's the hickory or the smoked or something, right? But it's not. It's here. Okay. It's coming up. Okay. Um, come on, man. Espresso. No. Beverages. Okay. Control F. It's all going to be command F, right? Uh, okay. $6.29. Cold brew coffee with hickory smoked syrup, chocolate and caramel sauces, cream and smoked salt sugar sprinkle. It does not have a smoky flavor. If anything, it's like a dark caramel, but it's not as sweet as the Red Rose. And someone said their formula is not good at Red Rose. Uh, I just saw like a random post. Have you had the pumpkin cream cold brew? I don't Starbucks? think Starbucks. So. Oh, the pumpkin cream. Yeah. 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 Starbucks. Yeah. So imagine that, but not pumpkin, more caramel. Mm. So you have that real, you like heavy whipping cream. Yeah. When you mix it, that's what it tastes like. You have a nice coffee flavor. A nice whipping cream flavor, a little bit of caramel, the toastiness, but it's not smoky like you think smoky. Right, right. Like right. we thought, like uh oh, yeah. hickory, but no, this was a full-bodied sweet, but not dessert like cold brew. So it wasn't as sweet as the taro or the black calf. Um, who said? Someone wrote in. Was it JD? About what? About the taro? I think he said it's better than the black calf. I don't know. The, the one that you just got, the hickory one? Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know if it was him, though. Uh, no. One more. One more try, and then I'll promise <laughs> I'll be back. Wrong JD. That's Shahani. Who calls you JD? Tell me. Okay, I don't know. Uh, but it is the new... I, I, probably, I thought the same thing about Shahani. <laughs> Who calls you JD, man? <laughs> That's okay, but yeah, nobody. Uh, poor guy. Okay. Um, so grab that, drank it on the way to Big Thunder because that's where Gene was, took that, that video. Mm-hmm. I had five more seconds, and I had five seconds of, like, words to say, and then I forgot. I'm, like, I'm not recording that again. <laughs> um, so met up with Gene and his friends. They said they want to do Star Tours next. And I'm like, good, they made a decision because it's a busy day. You just have to ride the thing, right? It said 35 minutes. I don't think it was. We were in that room, but we weren't really outside. 
Oh, okay. so we went into that room, and then the outside was an L, like just to kind of get to the line. Right, right. So uh, got it's like twenty minutes, maybe twenty five. Yeah, um, rode that. It was fun. I don't know if they were first timers. They hadn't been there that long. They had a ton of fun. Oh, they good. loved it. I love like you know seeing that. There was just some kid though, who just like he was in the front of the line, mm-hmm. and he just like sat in the middle of the row, and like we had to split our group. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I, th- I think it was Gene's friend. He goes, do people just not know how to like live anymore? Seriously. And I was a little kid, but I was also like, dude, like keep going. <laughs> Once you're done, I got a little story to tell about. Okay. I forgot about so, it. So wrote that. It was fun. Uh, and then they had a Genie Plus for Indy. And I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, it was fun hanging with you guys. My Gene's like, oh, we got to take a picture. I'm like, oh, in front of the stupid UFO. Like I was like, yeah. I want that picture. And the friend took the picture. Um, oh, and his his friend Forrest was like, Oh, so when was the last time you were here? I'm like, oh, last night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always feel bad with those. But uh, yeah, so then I left and I'm like, I want ice cream. So I went to, I was going to get Gibson Girl. I'm like, I remember my own words. Gibson Girl, you got to add chocolate. So I walked all the way to Clarabelle's mm. and I mobile ordered. Oh, by the way, the it was one o'clock and Jolly Holiday was like, oh, your mobile order window is for 240. I'm like, no, it's not. And it just changed it. You know, it, it got it changed. Uh, Clarabelle's got the thing, the peppermint chocolate sundae. The waffle cone was eh. The ice cream just tasted store-bought. Mm, like not even like private selection. Right. Like just. Like it's barely. Stater cool. Brothers. Okay. Stater Brothers ice cream. You can eat it. It's at the birthday party. Well, you're, it's not, you're not eating that whole thing in one sitting out of your freezer. Right. right, right. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of a disappointment. Um, and I, when I posted it, uh, Adrian's friend Mads, who's from the area of Salt and Straw, said, oh, only a week until peppermint cocoa. And I was like, what? It's a tradition at Salt and Straw. And really? She goes, they don't have seasonal flavors? I'm like, no, they do. We just don't check because there's so much other stuff to eat. Right, right. So I, I assume they're going to have it. She said it's a tradition. Okay. I'm so I, we got to try that. I'm down. It sounds good to me. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially if it's, dude, if it's like peppermint hot cocoa flavor, mm-hmm. that's the way to go. Yeah. Someone said I should have put the chocolate on top of the peppermint so it like melts down. Might have been a magic carpet ride who I will talk about in a second. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I didn't want to be the guy who was like, can you put it in a different order? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The mobile order went well. And I'm like, let me walk through the grand. Took a little video. Let me walk all this off out the out the big entrance in downtown Disney, the parking lot. And I saw Magic Carpet Ride sitting on a bench by the big hat. <laughs> and he he sent a uh someone who he thought was you. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and uh he was like, yeah, I was about to record you and say, hey, I found your twin. And then it was you. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked for like an hour, I think. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, we honestly. need to hang out with him. Yeah, we do. We forget. That's what it is. But I need to do a slot tournament. Huh? A slot tournament with his wife. I don't know what. She does slot tournaments all the time. It's a slot tournament. I didn't know either. And I did one on the cruise ship. You pay an entrance fee and you have three minutes to win at a slot. To get more points than the other people. Okay. It's completely random, but it was fun. Right. Yeah. What's the entrance fee? Twenty five dollars. It's a lot. Yeah. What's the prize? Five hundred. They know how gamblers. Work. <laughs> oh, and you pull the thing for free. You just push a button. Push Ooh. a button, and then there's balloon. On this one, there's balloons that you gotta 
hit the balloons while, while you're pushing the button. Okay, there is something involved. Yeah, but every, if you don't hit all the balloons, you're done. Okay. There's some skill, yeah. not pure luck. No. Okay, sounds fun. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Um, and I need to ask you about vinyl also. Um, so, talked for a bit, and then he was heading a certain way, I was heading a certain way, and we, we split up. We actually do need to hang out with him, and walked back to my car, and came home. And it was a it was a nice trip that ended up being way longer than expected, but it's okay. It's like you don't stay at Disneyland late alone, but when you're with friends, you're like, how often am I going to be with friends? Exactly. I'll stay up late. And it was like it was four thirty. I don't mean like that, but it's like all right. You'll stay the extra hour. Yeah. So good time. Nice seeing everyone. Um, and yeah, I've got. No trip planned until the second so far. Yeah, I got, I think, only one until December. Yeah, which is not for any reason. It's just mm-hmm. it was a busy weekend. Yeah. I, I don't want to think about it. Exactly. If I show up next Wednesday, I do, but I probably won't, you know. Uh, so, you said you were going to say yeah, one Yeah, really thing? quick, about annoying people. So. <laughs> Again, little kid. Right. Okay, just, these were not little kids. We were tramming out, Brandy and I. No line for the tram. Perfect, you know, just walked right on. Um. <clears throat> a tram had just come we got on and it was like maybe like three minutes of them wait it was a while that they were just loading people up you know sending the trams back again and this like spanish family i know they were not mexican i think they're spanish they come over and he's folding up the stroller it was like two older guys uh i think his daughter one of the guy's daughter and her son uh they're folding up the stroller over the yellow line Okay. And they say before they got there, no more boarding. He comes over with the stroller, is folding it up over the yellow line. And the guy says, there is no more boarding. Like, back up. And the guy looks at the guy in the back, at the tram driver in the back, or tram person in the back. And he goes, like, let me like on. He's, point, he's reined it a pointing finger gun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, let me on. And he's like, there's no more boarding. The tram will be here in the next 10 seconds. Like, sarcastic like he was getting to that point and he wouldn't listen this guy just would not listen and the tram the person from the back comes over and this guy starts screaming at him in spanish wait who screams at who the guest the guest is screaming at the and he's like i was telling you i needed to get on understand yeah (laughs) and all this stuff and and the he's like i'm not you know do you speak spanish and the guy's like poquito like essentially i understand everything you're telling me i can't tell you I, I can't scold you in Spanish because he's a kid, right? Yeah. And long story short, the guy's like, look, wait till the next tram. It'll be here like in 10 seconds. Okay. This guy just was not having it. And it got to the point where people on my tram, because this was like where you are. And I'm like right here. Uh-huh. People on my tram were like, let us leave. We just want to leave. And so... The guy's like, okay, whatever, I'm waiting. The guy goes back to the tram. They wouldn't go back behind the yellow line. They would just stay there. He's like, please go behind the yellow line. The little kid is playing in front of the yellow line. The daughter is standing in front of the yellow line. And people started screaming at them on my tram. Go behind the yellow line. Anyone screaming Spanish? No, I was this close. (laughs) I was this close. And then they got behind and we left. But this whole thing was like five minutes, dude. Like, come on. Come on, this is not 
just to get on the tram back. It, it was like the worst, the worst annoying guest that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Entitlement. Entitlement. For sure. Entitlement. Get bent, bro. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I didn't write any of this. So it's like weird to say we're moving on. It is now three hours. Mm. Rain. What time is it? It's pizza time. It's time for one last bite. Rain, as always, what is the best food you ate this week? I got to give it to the chilaquilas. I mean, I, th- I thought, I think everyone saw that coming. Um, amazing. The best chilaquilas I've ever had. And I've had a lot of chilaquilas. Uh, the best drink that I've had this week. Um, I'm going to give it to, you no, know, I'm going to give it, to, even though it's kind of a desserty, the caramel brulee from Starbucks finally got it. This time, <laughs> poor t- guy. I, this time I took out pumps because of how many carbs and calories that thing is. I 65 for Yeah, uh, I took that I took I brought it down to two pumps from six, added in an espresso shot. Probably tasted even better. Better. Yeah. It was better. Okay. After this was just like sample size mammoth cuz I don't really get sweet drinks mm-hmm. cuz I like just straight latte or straight coffee or yeah. just black coffee, but I got mochas in mammoth. Mm-hmm. I swear every place that's not Starbucks uses half the sugar. And yeah. Everything tastes better. Yeah. Cause you're like, Ooh, for coffee. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a lot of sweets this week. I don't know why, but, uh, that ice cream was very good, but I got to give it to the peppermint shake. That I just drink <laughs> I think from Chick-fil-A, the peppermint shake, the seasonal one that you got me. It was absolutely amazing. It's their All their shakes are their vanilla ice cream. And then they flavor them. This is flavored with peppermint, but it's chopped up peppermint bark. Yeah. So not only is it crispy like candy cane pieces, there's chocolate in there. It was good. Very good. I always order it no cherry. I regret not eating the cherry. It was there on the bottom. I just didn't want to dig, you know. Why don't you eat it first? I forgot. It was right there. On I the know. Top. I know. It just started sinking and it I forgot. All right. Uh that was your best. That was my that was my best dessert. Best drink, drink was the creme brulee. Oh, all right. Best food was the trio. Yeah, okay, okay. So, my best food. Um, Wait, when was this? When did we see Ozzy? That was a Monday? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, it wasn't that day. Um, Okay, dude. First of all, I tried the Enchirito. Nice. This is what old Taco Bell tastes like. <laughs> okay. Not old, like old food, like yeah. OG Taco Bell. Just that fl- the beef, red sauce, and beans. Yeah. And cheese. The plastic cheese, not the three cheese. Right, right, right. It was fine. I'm still glad we got it back as opposed to the double-decker taco. Sorry, Christian, with a K. I've never tried this. It was worth it. It was like, tastes like, not quite childhood because I didn't go there that often. Like, but co- that, like coming home. It tastes like the <laughs> 90s. Ah, okay. It tastes it's like that, the, that Taco just Bell. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Like the... the like like that the, 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 that design. Yeah. You know, the purple chairs. Yeah. So uh, that was fun. So best... Food. This is going to sound really funny. So uh, for Kevin's birthday, we said happy birthday, Kevin, already. Uh, dude, he thought that picture was so funny. <laughs> uh, we had panini kebab. It's great, obviously, right? Best. Even those tomatoes. Are good, right? <sighs> Onions. No. Best. I'll try one one day. But uh, Kimmy's mom, their parents, went to Italy at some point. And they brought back these like little jars of spreads. It was a while ago, but I guess they forgot, whatever. And there's like toasted baguettes out. Look, appetizer, meze. And it was like chopped up mushroom and truffle in oil. Mm. I ate the whole jar. It was a jar, like the little marmalade jar size right, right. from the hotel. But like, I just kept putting it on bread and eating it. It was, 
so good. <laughs> and no one there likes mushroom or yeah. truffles. Nice. No, and it was like it's Italy. It was truffles in there, not truffle oil. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I don't think I even have an honorable mention. I've been taking less, fewer pictures of food, so I don't even know. Um, where did I? Well, yeah, Kimmy and I went to Disneyland. That's the only place we ate. So, yeah, that was, I'll, I'll give that the best food. It was great. Uh, best sweet and best drink. So, I'm going to tie. No, the Twix was good, but Victor uh, from work, he's from Argentina, actually from there. His parents went back and they have, Argentina is like obsessed with Dulce de Leche. Yeah. Obsessed. I've got, I got everything. One, one of those Argentinian snack packs, bunch of dulce de leche stuff. Did you get the little cone? Yeah, I got. I've had that. Okay, so there's this, and oh, he said there are a lot of these, but only the province he's from has this specific one. Uh, Las the, dos rosas. It's like a like a wafer. So it's two wafers with dulce de leche inside. Oh, okay. So here's what I've learned about like it's called Latin desserts, Latin American desserts. They're good. They're good when you change the temperature. When you have them with coffee. It elevates. It's like putting salt on an avocado. It's like, yeah, that's the true does. flavor. You take a bite, a little sip of coffee. It soaks. Ooh. It's the cafecito. Dude. Yeah. I had my little, he's just like walking in my office like, hey. And I'm like, I felt like something bad happened. He's like, these are my two favorite things. <laughs> and he's like, I go outside. You take your pill. It's all condensed milk. Yeah. Right. Dude, yeah, the chocolate was good too. He likes that one more, and it was very good. But there's something about there was that fluffy. It wasn't a wafer. It was like a like a cracker, almost like a meringue. Oh, but okay. not okay. With the coffee, perfect. It was perfect. Like it was like right after breakfast, like a small breakfast. Mm-hmm. It was like it just hit. Uh, so that's the best sweet, best drink is gonna go to the chimney sweep cold brew. Nice. That was great. The I don't remember what we got. Kimmy, remind me. The There was a non-alcoholic drink at one of the booths. It might have been at the the booth I ate at, but she didn't. I don't know. Super good. Just like a decent, sweet-ish drink. But um, yeah, yeah just swim, chimney sweep cold brew. You have to go get that from Jolly Holiday. Thanksgiving sandwich is not as good as Earl. It's like straight up. After having, I and for me, it's because Earl has mayo. You get it without, but the Earl one is a, it's a moist little sandwich. It is. is And the bread, it's perfect texture. This one, still good, but you got to put the gravy all over it. And, uh, you know, don't. One last thing. One bone to pick. They're supposed to have these special Mickey donuts for his birthday. Yeah. And they're like all weekend, whatever. On Saturday, Valerie went in the morning. And she posted. I went and they said, we don't have them and we will not have them. Oh, come on. And then on Sunday, they didn't have them either. And I was there like noon. They don't look. No one who was there Sunday knows about these donuts. Yeah. They were just not there. And they were like, they look like the classic donuts. So I don't know what happened. But uh, yeah, I did eat just general good food. But there's something about that mushroom truffle spread. I don't nice. know. I don't know, man. Um, nice. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah, me too. I'm hungry now. Me too. I'm making the turkey. Ooh. Yeah. How's that going to go? We'll see. Did you brine it? Uh, I haven't done going, anything. You brine it. Okay. Do you have a defrosted turkey? Uh, it's defrosting now. I started defrosting two days ago. Okay. Get a Home Depot bucket. Yeah. Rinse it. 
look up brine. You're not deep frying it or anything. No. Right? Brine the turkey. It will not be dry. Cool. Look, trust me. I'll try. Trust me. That's, I, that's the only way. I have like a rub. No. It's, you do that after. Okay. Bri- you put spices in the brine. You need to brine it. The whole thing will be juicy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if look, you have a look, recipe or anything, please send it to me. My dad just throws things in a bucket. <laughs> look up how to brine your turkey. Pick whichever one. Yeah. The fact of the matter is the spices don't matter as much. It's that you're putting salt and water inside of a turkey. Okay. Without injecting it. Yeah. And it's just, it's moist. It doesn't dry out. You can dry it out, obviously. But your turkey will be 10 times better. And then you could, you you rub it. You take it out, you dry it, and then you rub it. Rub it with and the And then you okay. shove the apple in its butt or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Brian, trust me. Any five-gallon bucket. Okay. All right. So, final little thing. This is only one question. It was supposed to be part of our topic. And uh, did you see Matthew's tier list, by the way? I said this is the way. That's crazy that he put DCA so high up. Yeah. He I, was I, I, Disneyland, Epcot, Disneyland Paris, and then DCA. Yeah. And then Animal Kingdom was under DCA. Do I, you agree with that? I think I agree with that. Yeah. I, that's, and he was that's, saying because DCA always has like new stuff, new offerings, yeah. fun stuff, drinking, friends. Paris is the only one that I can't attest to, but the rest of his ranking is my ranking. And he was like, I said something about... Oh, yeah, I feel like there's too many new things all the time. And he goes, no, but they used to have a ladder. And I go, no, that was the golden age, man. We have a whole episode. Yeah. But uh, it, he agreed. So the question is, are you thankful that we have monthly foodie guides and seasonal items constantly? Or is it so much that you can't ever really eat the classics and you feel like you're missing out? I don't get FOMO for this kind of stuff. You don't? I don't. At all, which is why I go. I she's like, I ate a corn dog today. Yeah, Again. I consciously go to things that are always there, even though there's other stuff there. But I appreciate that those things are there. It's like I feel good adjacently to those things. <laughs> you know, like I'm glad people I, are happy. I'm glad they're there. And even you, I don't, you, you dabble. Yeah, I don't even care if people are happy. I'm you, just glad that they're there. You don't like trying. No, you <laughs> sounded bad. No, no, you no, no. like trying foods. Yeah. You like hearing that they're good mm-hmm. and then you will eat them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if I recommend something, you probably go get it because you're like, okay, I'll like it. Yeah, like like I'll get that cold brew next. Yeah. you Will you? Probably, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Your, 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 uh, your track record on... <laughs> Trying things not too good. But. Like when we did the food and wine episode this year <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I ate like two. <laughs> we'll do better next year. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I'm like torn. I love trying new things and it's not, it is a little bit of FOMO, but it's like, I want to taste everything there is to taste in this world, every combination. And, but I'm like, but I want a loco moco bow, <laughs> but like, you know, I want to taste what Turkey poutine with cranberries tastes like, even if it's bad, I'm glad I ate that instead of a bow. I'm glad I tried it. Because it was something my tongue got to experience. And with that. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.